Episode 102, it's your girl Crystal, a.k.a. Champagne Chris, a.k.a. Chrissy F. Baby, please say the baby. Hey guys, welcome to another episode with your favorite girls. It's your girl Jory Alia. Hey y'all, it's your girl Michelle, a.k.a. Shelly Shelly, a.k.a. Egypt to nasty with the vibes right now. Bell, bell, bell. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> y'all, when I tell you, okay, when I tell you, I had a whole setup. Everything planned on what I was going to say, and it was supposed to be a lot liver than that, but <laughs> let's go. Let's just I'm done. All right. Hey, everybody. It's Jess Nick checking in. We are actually recording on Cinco de Mayo, um, so I'm sipping. We're going to have a good time. And, you know, I had to do it right the last, you know, coming in last. It's your girl, Amakalek, coming out the set. What's good? I hope y'all are ready to have fun and drink with us today. Now, this episode is going to require a few drinks, maybe even a couple shots. Which oh, my I gosh. I didn't even get a drink. Should I order one? I did not. I actually went to get a drink and I was like, I don't know. I just was like, I don't feel like being drunk. I feel like going to sleep after this. But oh, um, Nikki, what are you yeah. drinking? I am actually drinking a very, very traditional Cinco de Mayo drink, a margarita. But I put a little twist on it. I added in some sour watermelon and definitely a few extra shots of tequila. What about you? I'm drinking a blackberry margarita. Ooh, I'm here for it. I'm actually here for it. I need to start learning how to make more drinks, y'all. It's easy once you get started, trust me. I just hey y'all ain't worried about what we drinking on me and Crystal like y'all speak up speak up I mean what y'all drinking oh it's cool I'm drinking on I'm cooling over here I'm drinking a little some some you know a little tequila haterade Mm. sounds like (laughs) I'm about to say if you said nothing (laughs) after that no I'm just anyway Crystal what you drinking on girl Nothing? Uh, yeah, no, nothing. Mm-mm. Oh, not you and Michelle being oh, wet. Y'all are just. No, y'all y'all hijacked, after y'all hijacked our Wednesday. So. Hijacked your Wednesday? What do you mean? I could have been. Oh, Thursday. Today's Thursday. We could have been outside drinking. Nikki we hacked, oh. hijacked off Thursday. No, honestly. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no. I, 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 I just. I told y'all last episode, or no, the episode before that, I, drinking has came to a very minimum for me. So, no more casual drinking. It's just not. It's not the vibe for me anymore. Okay, girl, I'm with it. I'm with it. Protect oh, your okay. kidneys. Grown and sexy. I know, right? Your eyes start turning yellow. What it is? Your eyes start turning yellow. Pull it. Relax. Yeah, I don't know what you're oh talking God. about. That's anti-black. Girl, bye. Y'all all anti-anti. Anyways, who got moto? Shelly says. <sighs> Y'all ready for the moto? Let's jump right into it. So, <laughs> like, is everything okay, guys? <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, not nice for me. Okay, so it starts like this. Hey y'all, I'll start off by saying y'all are one of my favorite podcasts and look forward to every episode y'all drop. Thanks, boo. Thanks, girl. So I, 
So I need some advice on the situation. Basically, my man of eight months insists on knowing details from my past. And I think it's normal to open up to your partner. But I think it's weird that he wants to know how many people I've slept with, who they are, what went down between that person and I, and when the most recent interaction was. So I haven't always been 100% honest with him. And I can't lie. He has caught me in my dishonesty before. But in my defense, I simply didn't think it was his business. So I told him what I thought he wanted to hear. But he forgave me and we moved on. My question is, are y'all fully and completely transparent about your past to the men you date? Or are some things okay to keep to yourself, even if that means not being honest? I don't know if this matters, but I'm 23 and he's 12 years older than me. He's the most amazing man I've ever met. And he's expressed to me how he wants us to be long term. Sometimes I feel like he could be the one, but I don't know. I also think it might be too early for me to know. Anyways, thank y'all so much in advance for any advice y'all give me. It's none of his fucking business. Like I, you're, he's twelve years older than you. That's why I, it's giving with your body count, and I don't like that. That's that's exactly what. But it's even mm-hmm. deeper than what's your body count because it's like, what's your sexual activity? Like, was the last time you had sex? Like, that's a lot. Especially for at his um, big age, I'm actually confused. That's all. I'm very confused. He said she's a twelve years older than her, and she's twenty two. No, he's like, why do you want to know 35. that? So why do you want to know that much? But do y'all remember whenever, I think it was Iman, he came out and said that whenever him and Tiana first got together, they both like wrote a list of people in the industry that they slept with. Now, I don't think that you need to go that far, but I will say I do kind of give like my man a heads up if we walk into a room and there might have been someone in that room that I've dealt with. Only I don't just care. Like, only the common courtesy because sometimes i, I feel mean like, that that i can see yeah nikki but I, not mm-hmm. i'm not gonna write out mm-hmm. i'm not gonna write out a whole list but like if we're in a room together and it's like i feel he like does that to me, you? huh he, he tells you to like oh by the way yeah, I used to like yeah because the thing is like some because here's the thing what if this person was to like come up to them <clears> and try to like low-key like you know check you or put you in like i don't know like just make you feel like off-putting i feel like people can be petty like that so Mm -hmm. i feel like if your partner has a heads up on like what's gone on in the room with other people it just depends on what kind of relationship y'all have you know like yeah for me though i prefer i don't want to know like i don't want to know if i which i i've heard that before i heard people like where they're couples, they do that. They tell somebody like, oh, hey, there's somebody in the room that I have I used to date or deal with in the past. But like, I don't want to know who, when I'm walking into the room, I don't want to know who you slept with. I don't, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. and for me, like, I, I don't think I'm ever going to be, and this is not even like trying to put myself a, like higher up or whatever, but I don't feel like I'm ever going to be in a room with my future that my past will be in the room. I, Two different circuits. Never. It's Girl, never be the think case. about what's that it's meme that was Nikki, just going around? It's never going to no, be the look, case. Look at the meme that was just going around like, oh, whenever <laughs> I come into your city, take me to the hottest, like, take me to your club so I know who you fucked with. The thing and is, no. like, so no, y'all, I so what, y'all just to that. So I don't know. That was a, that was, I yeah. <laughs> that. No, but I mean, either, either way, either way, I, I mean, I still think some of the, some things, he does not need to know regarding the moto. Some things he doesn't need to know. Like as she listed what she lists four bullet points of the things that he wants to know. He don't need to know all that information. You can, if you want to give yeah. him a heads up when you walk into a room, cool. But like, he don't need to know. Okay. Mm-hmm. What happens now? If there are certain things that leak into your new relationship, as far as like, maybe why you have trust issues mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe you've had like health issues based on a previous relationship, then yes, you should let him know. But other than that, I'm sorry. I'm not like going to give you, 
super details about my last relationship, like how long we were sleeping together. How? Why? Mm-hmm. What? No, I agree. Yeah. I think the list that she that she the bullet points. I wouldn't do that. Like I've actually never done that in any of my relationships. Now the mm-hmm. heads up in a room, cool. But let me ask y'all this: like, let's say that you're dating somebody, and you now find out that like one of your ex boos is like actually really good friends with him. You just y'all just never knew. You never crossed paths with each other. Would you then come to, you know, your current partner and let him know, like, hey, so-and-so, whatever? Um, let him know I mean, what? That you, I slept with your friend? <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I mean, in that situation, you're good, you're good yeah, friend, good out of respect. No, yeah, out of respect, yes, you should know. Just So there's mm-hmm. that. But, um. His bullet points. He wanted a lot. And his bullet points, yeah. he said, how many people I've slept with, who they are, mm-hmm. what went down in my most recent interaction. No. And for me, I'm, we already have a 12-year age gap. You don't know these people. So I'm not telling yeah. you who they are. He may, he may. I, he it may. doesn't matter. I'm not showing you what they look like. I'm not doing anything. I'm not telling you what I did between them. Like, that's so irrelevant. And to me, I've actually talked to guys before. And it's a turnoff where they were like, oh, like, let me see your ex. For what? Well, for what? I don't care who your ex is. You don't need to care who my ex is, especially like Crystal said, they don't run in the same circles. Like you would not know this person. So me yeah. going out of my way to show you who this person is, is really irrelevant. I don't like that. It's giving like, I'm trying to compare or measure myself up to your past. And it's like, that's my past. This is where I'm to at answer, now. So focus on you. Yeah. To answer her question about um, transparent, I, I am transparent, like about like certain, like for example, like, you know, if we're talking about like our previous relationships, I am going to like, you know, you know, share some stuff like, you know, I may not go all the way deep with it, but I am like, you know, giving some information. However, to go off what you said, Nikki, about giving someone heads up in a room, I'm not a, I'm not team do that. Like, I don't feel like I, if I'm just talking to someone or like, yeah, we're getting to know each other. I don't need to walk no. into a club. Hold on. We're talking finish. about what she's talking about. Eight months no, in a relationship. I, but I'm just saying, I don't, I don't need to give you like I, me personally. I just, I don't understand why I'm doing that unless like they're, you know, causing or scene or like, you know, something's happened. Other than that, like, you're minding your business. I'm minding my business. I'm doing me. You're doing me. Like, why do I need to start now telling him every person I dealt with in the room that we're in for what? So now he can be insecure. But yeah, you know I'm not going to lie. That's what happens. I have to agree with Paulet only because I feel like it's one of those situations where I, if if you've deaded all those relationships, then I don't really need to know. And if she's approaching us, then keep me on a need to know basis. I don't need to be entering every room and feel like I need to have my head on a swivel because, oh, your ex is right here. I don't don't have me moving uncomfortable. Don't have me side eyeing nobody because it may not even be that deep. You know what I mean? If we're out and your your fear is that one of your exes may approach you, that's a whole different situation that we need to have a conversation about. Not a heads up. We need to have a conversation about why you feel like exes are approaching you off of what? That needs to be a whole different conversation. Not you're telling me now because she's here. Because now to me, that's sus. But me personally, I've never had any conversations in relationships about past exes. We may have like touch and go conversations like, oh, this is what happened, this and that. But you needing to know their names, how um, if we had sex and all that, to me, it's kind of irrelevant. To answer the motto, I do feel like regardless if he's asking you or not, are you a transparent person? I do feel like you need to be honest with yourself and and with him. If you don't feel like sharing certain details, you're at liberty to keep certain things about yourself private. You don't need to tell him who you've slept with or anything like that if you're not comfortable having that conversation. Don't feel pressured into that because that's how people end up pressuring you into not becoming private, relationship or not. Now, if you have mutual friends with him and he's asking you this because he has a 
he may be getting stuff back and he wants to know if he should be defending you or falling back in certain situations, then that's a different conversation. But for him to feel like, but for you to be running down every ex that you've ever had and anybody that you ever slept with him, to him is a bit old. And I know you're younger, so you may think that this is normal in relationships. It's really not. I can say I've never had any guy ask me questions like that in a relationship. And at my age, if somebody was to ask me that, I think it would be a turnoff or a red flag. And since you are a bit younger, I feel like, and this is not even to like demonize him, but he may be kind of taking advantage of that, you know, a little bit, but I would say it is okay to be like, can we not talk so much about exes? I'm with you now. You know, I don't want to like be worried about the other stuff, you know? But don't have to catch you in no license. That's no, funny. I do. I do think that the dynamic that is set up, especially with him being like so much older than you, like 10 plus years, it can come off a little bit as controlling because I do have to agree with Michelle. Like no one has ever come to me and like giving me a piece of paper and told me, hey, write down every person that you slept with, every person that you've had any dealings with, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if y'all are having casual conversation, an ex might come up, you might tell them a little bit about them. That's different. But to just go through and like give all your history, that doesn't make any sense, especially if you are just trying to build a future together. Um, I think that that also might stem from, like you said, he's kind of caught you in a couple of like slip ups. So maybe maybe just see why you even feel like you have to like lie about something. You know, I think that that's also important. Like she said it. She said it. She said because she felt like she didn't need to tell him it wasn't his business. So she told him what he wanted to hear and he caught her in a dishonesty. And that is a, a rough mm-hmm. point because it's like she's trying to like hold back from telling him. And so in that point, she ends up telling a lie. And it's just like that's an unfortunate situation to be in because it's like, like you said, it's none of your business. But don't lie to seven. So maybe he's, he's, don't he's lie to seven. Asking too many questions. Yeah. Don't lie yeah. to seven men's feelings. You want to know so bad? Like, no, like just did that. Yeah, but sometimes guys be knowing because he could be asking a question because he knows, and you he think knows. that he's asking you, you in a lie. Mm-hmm. No, you think Absolutely. he's asking you a general question, but he's low key asking you about a specific person. You're he's mm-hmm. catching lines. That's, that's what I mean. Like, don't say too much and have end up mm-hmm. getting caught in lines. Like, if you know, like for instance, if God be like, "Hey, did you have you slept with anybody in Dallas? Have you slept with anybody in this city?" And in your head, you're mm-hmm. thinking that's none of your business. But it's, he's he knows why he knows why he's asking you that. Mm-hmm. Ask him like, where's it coming from? This reminds me of that whole entire situation of like men testing women. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to go into detail about the post, but it's just like, y'all have to stop testing people. When you test people, you already have a way that you want them to react or respond. And when they don't, you're upset. And it's like, bro, don't test me. People are going to fail every time. Like, don't tell if you I, to any man right now, never test me because I hope I fail with flying colors every time because you should not be doing that. <laughs> yeah. Who never fuck up hands in the air? <laughs> yeah so she asked are some things um okay to keep to yourself even if it means not being honest i don't i think you can keep some things <clears throat> to yourself and still be honest at the same time mm-hmm. like yeah keep it to yourself and tell him i don't i don't see why this is relevant now again if he's sharing things from him his past and you're sharing things from you then yeah you guys can have a transparent moment and you can share whatever you feel like but if you don't feel like you need to share you don't don't feel pressured to share as much as he is like absolutely if you you feel like it is irrelevant irrelevant then just don't tell him because a lot of things do be irrelevant like what what do you need to know this for what was someone asked me this before and i lied and because you would like it was it was pretty much on like you know how like you stop talking to somebody and you get back together and it's like did you date anybody? Were you with anyone since we started? And it's like, of course Don't not, huh? What do you mean? Like, I lied because my head, I was like, huh? What? This is really none of your business. And if you're going to ask, you're going to get a lie. And you know I'm lying. I was laughing in his face. And he was like, I know you're lying. And it's Literally. like, it. So but why you, you know, asking? 
But you know, the crazy part is, it's like, it's actually recently happened to me. And I felt like I kind of, like, not checked the person, but I was like, why are you asking that? I just, I told him straight up, I was like, I get it. Like, we have a very open relationship, but I just feel like this is inappropriate. It's just out of place. Like, what do you want me to say? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, if I tell you the truth, it's going to hurt your feelings. So why are you even asking me questions like this in the first place? It's just certain things I just feel like don't need to be asked in a relationship. It is what it is. Like, you know what it is without even having to say it. So just move on from it. Mm, that's weird. And can we please dead asking people their body count? Like, come on. Oh my God. I don't so want to know. So don't ask me like. <laughs> no, no one has a body okay, so count of two anymore. Hell, I don't even know. Yeah, I have a <laughs> question. So what are some things that are okay to like omit or like not bring up? Like where, how far do y'all even take that? Body count, obviously, that's what <clears throat> but like. So, okay, I was watching this. I think it was on TikTok somewhere. Anyways, she's, he, the guy, her ex-boyfriend is in a current relationship. And um, the girl, his girlfriend, his new girlfriend is currently pregnant. And his new girlfriend was, I guess, wondering, like, why he was acting certain ways or why he was like, you know, was her reaction to her being pregnant wasn't as, like, embracing i said i guess per se and she said um he then told her about his ex-relationship and then he goes like you know she was pregnant at one point she miscarried and he said that the new the the new girlfriend was upset i believe or she just she felt the way she was kind of like shocked and she was just more on some like why didn't you tell me so you think like something like that is okay to omit like that's completely mm. off limits like I think that anything that has to do with pregnancies, anything that's a trauma, you don't have to tell nobody about that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just none of your business. Because I feel like that's forcing somebody to have to face what they have gone through in the past. And what if they're not ready for that? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you're speaking on like male and female, right? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to put anyone through anything like that. Like, a miscarriage is a big deal for a man and for a woman. Yeah. So why would a his new girl get mad? No. No, that's not something. That's what I'm asking. Go ahead, Joy. I don't feel like that's something that I will voluntarily just say, hey, like this Mm -hmm. happened. But I feel like at some point when you get to a deeper level with your significant other, the person you're dating, like those type of conversations may come up naturally. But that's not something I'm going right out the gate. Like, oh yeah, my relationship. This is this happened. Like I think over time as y'all get closer, things like that come up in a sense you know what i mean as you become vulnerable with one another but that's not something yeah. i would tell you adam for the fun of it yeah because i have this i know a- people where someone has asked about like have you ever been pregnant or you're at abortion i was just like that's actually so rude for someone to like flat out ask you like why would you sit there and like first of all put someone on the spot and why is that any of your business because it's like it seems like you're asking it seems like you're asking that now to start judging that person because like that don't even make sense you know it was very off-putting. So what are some things that is okay to omit then? Oh, you said, Nikki, you said pregnancy and... Okay. Yeah, I, I can omit pregnancy. I can omit, omit abuse. I can omit a lot of things. I can omit whatever I want. Yeah. Whatever like, I'm not comfortable sharing. I don't want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm not ever going to voluntarily give you something. Like like I said, it, I, it comes up in conversation. We're having a conversation about something and I want to talk about it. I'll bring it up. Yeah. I'm never going to go out of my way to tell you about the past things that I went through that may have that may have mm-hmm. been harmful to me. Yeah. Depends on, I guess, comfortability level, honestly. It's another case-by-case case situation. Just your comfortability level and what you feel like sharing and the well, mood and, you know, so. I agree with everyone. 
Yeah, I think the overall girl, I think that we've all agreed, like, you don't have to give him that list. Whatever he's asking for, feel like you only give him the information that you feel comfortable with at the end of the day. Like, it is what it is. But, y'all, we're going to go ahead and move on into our current events, Um, kind of talking about things that are uncomfortable. And it's, I don't want to bring these two as bring these two in as a comparison but did y'all see recently um i think it was a couple of days ago that dave chappelle was attacked by an audience member at his um was it netflix's whack netflix or something show mm-hmm. y'all, have y'all been keeping yeah. up with that mm-hmm. so i do wonder because um Chris Rock was actually at this show, was able to help like calm the crowd down. But do you feel like people now are more con- like more ready to attack comedians now that Will Smith has gotten up, slap Chris Rock, and et cetera, et cetera? How y'all no. feel like? I don't even happen? understand how that even happened at a place like that. There should have been. I don't know how that person wasn't even stopped, but. I personally don't see a correlation. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't see a correlation at all. Because the thing is, think about it. Mm-hmm. Really? I so think it's feel, a reach also. Do so you feel like that now that one comedian has been attacked, like has been assaulted by, by Will Smith, and he's kind of, you know, done that out of the fact that he's like defending somebody, and now a month later, Dave Chappelle, he's been doing he's been a comedian for what 20 plus years never been attacked on stage what i don't want people to start doing is putting that on will smith that person chose to do that because that person chose to do that i don't and feel he like also will had smith a knife influence them but this didn't, didn't this happen a situation happened this sorry a situation like this happened before will smith because remember um mike tyson stopped someone from going on stage at some comedy show I don't know if y'all remember that. There was somebody who tried oh, to storm a stage mm-hmm. and Mike Tyson ended up like calming him down and giving him a hug or whatever. So it's like, I mean, that's what, that's why he had so many security things like this happen. I don't think we could blame the situation like this on Will, Will Smith as convenient as it might be. And as fun as it might be to paint that narrative, like, no, I'm not going to put that burden on Will Smith for making people act the fool at all. Okay. Wow, I'm actually surprised. I feel like y'all would have been like, "Well, there might have been a little bit of a comparison." No, I don't know. I'm not about to put that on. So, like, that don't even make sense. Like, we're gonna now say that Will Smith has caused people now to start bum rushing people on stage. Really, people been doing that. (laughs) Like, this ain't the first time. It's the first time we've seen a celebrity do that, like at a big major award show. But like, people have been doing that. So we're not. I'm not about to sit here and put all this shit on Will Smith. Nigga Artie is booted off the gram or Oscars for 10 years. I ain't add no more shit to him. We good. I'm, 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 t- I, think, I think I'm over the Will Smith slander, bro. Okay. Well, okay. So, y'all, I feel like in the Supreme Court, there's been a lot going on. Well, a lot going on, a lot not going on. But I do actually want to touch base on the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial because I feel like this has been like, I don't know. Have were y'all were y'all privy to this like before no. all this trial was going on, or no. did this like, kind of just come out of nowhere for y'all? A lot of things coming long- out of nowhere. I'm not for I me saw it on TikTok. <laughs> I remember a long time ago when it originally happened. 
but I remember it in the reverse. So when all this first hit the news, it was like Johnny Depp was abusing her and she was like the damsel in distress. I remember they had like a very um, volatile, like the voice. Like it wasn't like when an, a regular celebrity divorce. And apparently that's why you stop seeing him in movies and stuff like that. He lost a lot of work behind it because she said a lot of damaging things. Mm-hmm. So what's actually in court now is like the defamation suit. So he's suing her for defamation. Uh, yeah, okay. that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie, y'all. I, when I'm at work, I watch the trial the whole time. And it's so interesting. It is. Um, it actually is very But it's also very triggering. It's also very, very, very triggering. But, I'm you know, because lie. now that, because from what I have seen, like the court snippets that I have been looking at, it's now looking like, okay, like you said, whenever this court case previously came out, it was that Amber was the one being abused. Johnny Depp was the one, the abuser. But now that the the court trial is going on, it kind of seems like opposite. It almost seems like Amber was abusing Johnny in the yeah, relationship. Yeah, definitely. So I think Johnny Depp he testified a few days ago, and he was pretty much um, that was his testimony is that he was actually abused and things like of that sort. And he seems to have a lot of witnesses that corroborate. The same story now amber heard story is still consistent like she does say like he sexually assaulted her he's hit her in front of friends family like he was very abusive towards her and he suffered from drugs which he did admit that he took a lot of drugs but she said that when he was detoxing when he was on drugs he became a different person he was very violent and like her testimony was like hours long and so- sometimes it's very hard especially in this age of like you want to believe the victim is i know like she's not a lot of people are already demonized her, but hearing her story, I'm just like, dang, what if it's true? What if it's not? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Either way, I mean, it may have happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So who knows? But hearing it, it is just like, oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's hard to listen to. I'm not even gonna lie. At some points I had to just stop, but I was like, I'm gonna come back later because like even when she's detailing the sexual assault, like she's so detailed. I mean, parts of it seems like she's acting, but she goes into like detail. Like, mm-hmm. she'll be like I don't know. I can't even talk about it, but it's interesting. Um, I think we'll see how it plays out but i don't think anyone will ever get any answers their stories are completely they're two different stories different yeah, yeah. but completely you know it's crazy different. that you say that to like demonize the victim but i feel that what i have seen is like a lot of women are against her a lot of women are on johnny depp's side and i don't understand why that is you don't see a whole because- makeup company that kind of spoke out against her statement yeah no. so and I think in one of her intro statements, she talked about how in her purse, she had like Milani, she, some Milani concealer she used to cover up her bruises. And they came out and was like, that concealer didn't even come out until like two years after the fact. So, um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Which I don't know. I don't know why they even went as far. Like, why did they, shut your mouth? Like, what does yeah, this have to like, do with you? Like, I don't understand. They would, yeah, no, I don't understand who on their, on their board, on their marketing team was watching that and said, oh yeah, we need to put this information out. Like what? At the same time, it's kind of upsetting because to think that, uh, I'm not saying that this is minute in any sense, but the fact that a court case like this is getting this much playtime and we have other things going on, like, the possible like overturn of Roe versus Wade. It's kind of like mm, what what's actually important to you know society, you know they Roe versus Wade possibly being overturned is actually going to be a very very like big deal that affects mm-hmm. you know women as a whole. Are we interested in celebrities? Are we interested in like what's actually like going to affect you and me? You know, what yeah. if Johnny Depp wins, if Amber Heard wins, that's mm-hmm. not going to affect me. 
Yeah. But I think with the Roe versus Wade, I mean, it's a leaked document. So it's not like it's not it's much. definitely not. A, it's not a set in stone thing. And people yeah, so, keep on saying that, like, OK, well, you know, um, votes can change. P- personal opinions can change because I don't think they're actually set to give a decision until like July, June or July. So there's still time. But this leaked document is still it's a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think as people, there's really not much we can do. And they always say, like, oh, right into your Congress people, right into this, right into that. I just don't even know anymore because it's like, y'all told us to vote, 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 vote. Mm-hmm. And we're swinging more <laughs> towards the conservative side and Trump's not even in office. So I don't know. I'm not going to lie. For the people who feel discouraged, for people who feel like their votes don't mean anything because things like this keep happening, then when we vote people into office, they don't work retroactively to keep things like this from happening and look into things. I don't. It is kind of discouraging. And I really don't know what to say on that note. I don't know who to speak to. I don't know who to encourage yeah. because me, I kind of feel like, why the hell did I even vote? Yeah. <laughs> but you also have to look at, you also have to look at before Trump left office, he did sack the Supreme Court. Uh-huh. So, so, but again, able- why even vote? Because we don't have, it's not like we can put votes in Supreme Court. It feels like, yeah. regardless of who's in office, it's, the Republicans are still running it. They and they've been running it for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Supreme Court wise, so, they definitely have been running it. And it's unfortunate because it's like there are more conservatives on the Supreme Court than there are liberals. And it's like, I hate even those two words. It's like, just do what's right and what's wrong. You know, mm-hmm. I just, I feel like at the end of the day, no one should be policing a woman's body. That's, there, that's are so, there's, there are so many reasons why women opt for abortions. It's not just for just because they want to. There are things like ectopic pregnancies. There are things like there are so many things that are actually like detrimental to like the woman mm-hmm. that an abortion has to come into play. And it's just I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just a, sli- a slippery slope. But I really do hope that there's some light at the end of this tunnel because this like this leaked document it's i don't know it's it's really discouraging i agree michelle like it's just you think that you've done things to try to yeah and you just feel like i I just feel like i'm just going like a hundred years back a hundred because i don't know if y'all have even seen like recently now abbott he is trying to overturn another law where it um it shows that um children should receive a, a free public education excuse so, me yeah i mean so he's, so he's now saying that he feels like undocumented children should not receive a public education wow i don't get it so I what mean, education can they receive what education do you know, receive? like i guess like uh they have to pay but see, the only thing I don't always and I feel like that won't happen. I have to look more into that just because right now the law state that every child must go to school. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, they have no, to but pay he's, that it, that he's trying to like, I forgot which I have to look at see exactly to give you all the exact name. But it's kind of like a Roe versus Wade. It's like a Supreme Court issue. But he's trying to overturn that now for Texas. But no, that's what I'm saying, because right now I think it's like a law where it's children after a certain age have to go to school so i mean Mm -hmm. all that would mean is like kids could just decide not to go to school or they could homeschool and all that other stuff but when you make things like instead of mandatory you make it optional once you make it you know put a price on it then it's like okay well i don't i don't have to anymore because if i can't afford it then i don't go yeah it's crazy that y'all said teachers because um 
my um sixth grade teacher, she had, we follow each other on Facebook and like she literally made an announcement today that she is leaving teaching. And it was actually like it actually broke my heart her reasoning behind it because she was just basically like they've been like pushed up against the wall, like no support. The ratios are out of control. Like they have so many responsibilities. They don't even have time to even teach children. Like it's actually really sad how like the public school system is even shaped and formatted. And like I'm my heart's with teachers, bro. Cause like they are really like, I know we're saying like, you know, healthcare workers, like healthcare and everything, but like teachers are struggling too during this time. Like they really have no support and it sucks. Like I don't even see this getting better. That's how bad it is. Like kids are getting moved up in grades are not even like they're not even up to speed with their peers in the grades yeah. that they're in. Like it's actually really disheartening to even hear. And like my disheartens with the teachers, bro, because I'm they're suffering right now, unfortunately. I think everyone's just trying to test the waters in regards to policies and government. And I just pray that there's like I said, there's like some light at the end of this tunnel. Um so Okay, y'all. So we're going to go ahead and jump into it. It's like completely different. I know we kind of went on this like whole like tangent about yeah, okay. policies. Go ahead. Is it, it's about to be something lighthearted. <laughs> I was going to do no, Met Gala. Okay, okay. Because I was going to say, I'm going to oh, listen to this. I don't know why the, the energy just feels really. No, low, I agree. So I just feel like. Let's try I, and bring it up a little bit, guys. Well, I was going yeah, to oh, do a transition, I, but I kind of got cut off. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I don't know um, what to. No, I mean it was. It's a serious topic, so yeah. I mean it is what it is. But um, the thing is, I agree with everybody as far as like the whole. I agree with everything that pretty much Nikki said. It's very disheartening. But I'm not gonna lie. That's why it's, it's really not even like it's not much you can even really say because it's kind of just like, bro, what? This is just where we are as a society. It's fucked up. However, I saw a tweet that said that. Is it not ironic that, you know, that this whole thing about this Roe versus Wade being overturned was leaked and now the Met Gala happened and their theme was Gilded Glamour. And it was kind of just like a small correlation because obviously during the Gilded Glamour times, like in the early 1800s, this was something that they had to deal with the far, as far as like Roe versus Wade. So I don't know. I think it's it's just a little bit of a correlation to me, if you ask. I think it's a little bit ironic. I don't I don't know. Like and and the fact that like these are the kind of thoughts that are going through my head just because of like it's just so much of a coincidence like and and again to see how far we were de- digressing as a society is kind of just like you know what i i sort of i'm starting to believe these conspiracy theories like i feel like somebody is playing with a controller and like we're just being like we're puppets like people are just pulling strings on with us but yeah the whole milk gala and i mean beautiful gowns but still i think it was a coincidence i mean yeah that might have been the theme but no one's on theme so <laughs> Yeah, I like mean, oh, I were on I mean, maybe theme. a handful of people were on theme. I will say Blake Lively, Sarah I Jessica would. Parker. Blake Jessica. Lively shut that hey, shit down. She did. Blake Lively was my yeah. favorite by far. I definitely I, yeah, think she was she, top five for me. No, top five, top three. Yeah, for sure. top, definitely top three, if not even. Um, but like I said, um, I said, I think it's just a handful of people that actually stuck to this theme. And I just, people, a lot of people were coming in just in black gowns. I'm sorry, Lori Harvey, your abs were on point, but you still had on a simple black gown. None of it made Normani, sense. Kim Kardashian. 
Yeah, Kim Kardashian. Uh, I can, I can so Normani down, was kind Kylie. of Normani. No, Normani was kind of on theme. I'm confused. Yes, she was. Yeah, she, Normani was on theme. It, it, okay. Yes, she was. Uh, with we'll the, her with the, we'll let her pass. With the, the like, silhouette petty. and the puffy yeah. sleeves and all that. Mm-hmm. Like she was definitely on theme. But y'all, I have a question, mm-hmm. Alicia Keys. I'm not gonna lie. I, like. Okay, <laughs> I I don't understand why New York was on her cape. I didn't get I, it. Her dress was so pretty, but like I said, like it wasn't meant. Alicia, we know you love New York and we oh. love New York, but you don't have to New York us to death. Like, like not you at every what? award show, you got to come out and represent New York. Like they're doing just fine. Mm. Just fine. I didn't see. You know what's crazy? I'm not going to lie. How did y'all feel about Cardi B's dress? Okay. I, I liked I it. enjoyed Cardi B's dress. Her mm. dress was bomb. Mm-hmm. Bomb. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it but... gave gilded. Does it, no, okay, so I think it did. I think her dress was beautiful, but mm-hmm. I just feel like we're used to seeing Cardi. No, her dress was beautiful. I mean, like, I think the yeah, design of it, it was a Versace gown, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the design of it, and Versace does very well with Met Gala. So the design of how it was like, um, I think it, it went well with the theme. I just think that we're so used to seeing Cardi B in glamour like this all the time. So it just was like, for me, it's like, for Cardi, it was just like, oh, okay, you know. Like, oh, you know wanted that. her to like step outside. You know, the, the box. crazy part is, I think that that. It was over the top. The thing is, when you actually looked at the construction of the gown, they said that how many tons of like oh, metal yeah, were put into that dress. It. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I think that by far they actually went with it because I feel like yeah. whenever you do, yeah, think I feel of, like, like she was on theme. I'm not gonna. Yeah, when you no, think, I think of gilded I think very glamour, much think she was on theme. I think she was on theme. My question okay. is, is not if, is if she's on theme or I was just saying for me it was like I don't know. I don't know if it, there was a wow factor in her dress just because like, it, I, I always see. Beautiful. I always see it was beautiful, was wow. beautiful. But I'm just saying mm. like I always see Cardi B in that kind of glam. Like, like Cardi got B, it on that and so Cardi B's you know she's known for outside of rapping she's uh-huh. known for and her personality you know she's she's a fashion girl she is so it's like i always see her in big dresses big extravagant dresses like you know these nice hair updos and all this stuff so i just was like oh okay cardi b on a regular day so i don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing like another slave i mean it is she slays on on the average i think it was a slave you know i think it was definitely like a it wasn't a blake lively like it wasn't like oh yeah that's what i'm saying it wasn't like a wow moment it wasn't like like it wasn't i'm gonna turn a a dress into a two-tone like two in one dress like no she didn't do that but i do think it was definitely on theme i think it was definitely cardi i think it was it was definitely i i also enjoyed Gigi hadid's outfit but the outfit i feel like we already discussed is kim kardashian no i think the outfit we we discussed is kylie's no, oh I'm not discussing we Kylie's stupid like, we, outfit. I don't. We're gonna let it. that one go. She, she I, I'm gonna just listen. She's not all the way there right now, and I'm gonna let her pass. Paulette, you said discuss who? Kim Kardashian's dress. Yeah, it I don't. Go I was shocked that she chose that for the Met, y'all. Because I'm like, Marilyn bro, normally, Monroe. what does Come that on. mean, y'all? Make Marilyn it make Monroe sense. was. De- well, I mean, obviously, Marilyn Monroe was part of the early times as well. She was one of the biggest pop stars of that. Well, not pop artists at that time. So I guess at that's what, what she was trying to go. 
What? I mean, she was in like the thirty. Michelle, Michelle, ask the question one more time. Yeah, not please. during the Gilded Age. Like now, y'all trying to make it seem like Mary. Thank you. Around she during wasn't. the 1800s, she very she much wasn't. wasn't. She that wasn't. was it was in the nineteen forties, probably. What what was it? Yeah, nineteen forties, I think. Yeah, nineteen forties. Like 60s, Kim Kardashian, yeah. I was actually very disappointed that that's how she came to the Met Gala because normally she slays. I was confused, but it kind of was gilded. Like y'all, no, I- it wasn't. When I think of Gilded, I think of like oh, the uh, what? Like, what? Okay, so like when y'all <laughs> talked about, I don't know if it was Normani or Sizzab that gave like kind of like the I know this is terrible when you say, it, but like, kind of like the brothel girl look. I think it was Sizzab. Okay, yeah, like the very like the, it was the hot pink dress. No, I think her. Uh, I guess yeah, I think it's Sizzab. I think it was pink or purple. Something. Yeah. So. I think of that, but I also think of like these girls that are like kind of like pinup, like singing, and that's like flappers, kind of, and that's kind of what Kim gave me. Did she give you a flapper vibe? Because but that's not the Gilded Age, though. Yeah, it's not. So those Gilded Age is like the late eighteen hundreds. So you want to think like Bridgerton, like things like that. It was definitely yeah, Bridgerton. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kim, Kim just gave down. She gave pinup. She gave. I think she was looking for an iconic moment, and I think that's the problem with the Met Gala. When the Met Gala was originally around, it wasn't about iconic moments. Your iconic moment was supposed to be hitting the theme and being over the top. Now I feel like everyone's just trying to be the talk of the day to the next day, and that's why you mm-hmm. feel like everyone thinks, "Oh, no one hit the theme." No, because everyone, the most talked about people, are just wearing what they want to wear instead of going yep. with the theme. And that's yep. why before Anna Wintour, she used to be so um, picky about who she invited to the Met Gala for that reason. Kim looked a mess. Right. I'm sorry. Thank you. Mess. You I'm sat here. You lost it. 16 pounds. All this nonsense you had to do to fit into that dress. And I'm like, am I gonna lie? Her dress looked very similar to the one that Chloe had on. And Thank I'm like, you. what? Oh, like, oh my what? gosh. I don't. Thank I don't you. understand why Chloe was there. Actually, I was I, confused. Like, oh, I was you got very an invite confused. for this to be your first met. This is the Rowdy no, show. No, cool. I'm sorry. Cool. Like, because okay. apparently they, you know, that this is the first time that they were all going to be in the building at the same time. They've never all gone to the Met Gala. So I was like, and I mean. I, I guess for obvious reasons, because we don't look at Chloe as like a style as a fact, icon. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, but it's just like, Chloe, this is what you came, even Kylie, even Kendall. Even Chris. Kendall had, I think Kendall had on Heelys. I was like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because I, I, she was gliding under that dress. <laughs> In the comments say, I know she got on Heelys. And she did, because why are you gliding like this? Anyways. They're it, all underwhelming. The whole family. I'm so sorry. Like it was. Awful. Yeah, I was like, oh my goodness. I was just like, bro, as a unit. And then Unpo- Courtney. Unpopular opinion. Courtney. I like Kendall's outfit. I like Kendall's outfit. It, like it. doesn't do. After it. Look, okay. No. After I don't like, think that was an unpopular opinion. I after looking at it, Kendall out of the whole family is the was the best dress. I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah, I feel like, like she was on her theme. Was I liked selling. it. It gave like gothic era. Like I think it was kind of like I don't know. I I really did like it. I was confused by Courtney's look because Travis was gilded. I didn't understand uh, gilded. I don't understand what like I didn't understand Courtney's outfit at all. Like I feel like she just showed up. I like Chloe Bailey's outfit. I like Tiana mm. Taylor's outfit. <laughs> I like I never mind. Like Chloe, I think like- well when I say like like I think those were those two people were very much on theme. Chloe mm-hmm. and Tiana Taylor they were very on theme if you ask me. Um, also, um, Tiana was uh-huh. on theme with what? <laughs> <laughs> no, from what a review I read, like it was like a like a 
futuristic gilded age okay <laughs> was that the futuristic that's not gilded like, age that's not bro that's no not like the it, no <laughs> no her, her dress was giving very it for me it looked renaissance so that's why i was like okay renaissance is like a, a 1800s thing so i that's why i was like oh okay it, it looks good but who else um um, what's that girl's name? How y'all feel about Nicki Minaj's outfit? I hated it. That's what I was about to say. I hated it, and I hated it. I hated it. What think about Nicki Minaj's view about her dressing? Like it was, it actually was gilded age. I will send y'all the article, bro. Like I don't you know care. the horse riding? feathers okay, and leather pants. No feathers and leather pants is very twenty. It was a hat for me. No, that's the fucking okay. What? It was basically like she was supposed. To, she was emulating like the horse riders with the hat and the boots. No. bro. I'm trying to make it make sense. Okay, I'm a super mm-hmm. fan, so don't mind. Me. Again, leather pants and feathers is giving very much modern. So there was no feathers, don't... Crystal. What feathers, there, bro? Is there not feather? Okay, there I'm gonna no send this to you right now, and then you tell me what this is on her. <laughs> what is dropping from her dress? Then I think those are ruffles. Those look like feathers. Whatever she has dropping from her dress, the peacock feathers or whatever, the peacock ruffles. I don't like it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, those are ruffles. Oh, those are definitely those are feathers. some sort of oh. feathers. Yeah, like what are you talking about? <laughs> I think she was giving like black swan. I don't know, y'all. I don't know, y'all. I, next year. <laughs> yeah. Next year. I don't know. So I was looking on. Um, I was on social media today and then I saw something about Kevin Samuels and like, um, pol- like the ambulance came to his like place of residence. Like he was unresponsive. Y'all, did y'all hear about that? Yeah, I actually did hear about it. And I know a lot of people are like jumping the gun and already like trying, I guess, to be the first um, to confirm whether or not he's passed or not. But the thing to me that I feel like is very low and is happening th- a lot now on social media is people being quick to, rejoice when somebody passes away just because they might have made some controversy or comments Mm -hmm. during their time alive we need to really grow up like death is something that you cannot take back death is something that you cannot it's so final so i feel like in someone's final moments people are literally tweeting like just big making jokes about making jokes and being happy like yeah you might not agree with this man but what happened to respect the dead like i'm really thank you those type of people and it's something that's happening i feel like mm-hmm. very much so in the black community and i don't know what it is but we really need to get the hate out of our heart because yeah. my thing is we us on this platform we haven't had the best thing to say about kevin samuels but i cannot say when somebody passes away there yeah. is somebody who's grieving for this person especially for mm-hmm. you to get on a public platform that his family can read like give somebody for one give people the time and the family the time to announce it all y'all social media thank you trying to be the first to announce tacky as hell don't know when we started doing that for two if you don't agree with this man just don't speak don't speak if you have nothing nice to say about somebody don't period. say nothing at all. period and that yeah. goes for a lot of things going on in this world mm. to this day. Like, y'all really got to keep quiet things. on some shit. Because honestly, what I really want to do is go on some stuff, but I'm going to keep quiet today. Because our time to talk is going to come. But y'all really need to take your time and shut the fuck up. And I agree yeah. with Michelle. If you ain't got shit nice to say, shut the fuck up. I don't need to be going under comments and reading hate. If someone dies, shut up. Like, your comment Thank is you. not needed. Put that in a journal and burn it somewhere. Like, that's just so unnecessary. And I think it's just whack as fuck. And it says a lot about you as a human being and your character when you do shit like that. I think that shit is so whack. And I will never get with that, ever. Honestly, yeah. everyone's going to get their to grieve somebody and, w- and experience a death. And I hope for all these people that it, when it's your turn, people are a little bit more careful with you. 
because the way y'all are in depth with other people, it's crazy. Y'all, like it's it's actually people, like people I, like I'm humanity. <laughs> yeah, people, yeah, I like I, humanity these days. Like people, like yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Unfortunate. It's very saddening. I saw uh, somebody mentioned or somebody tweeted like when um Takashi was in the blogs like recently somebody was like oh why is Takashi not dead yet and I'm like bro again even if we don't like this person or what they say it's just like this is still a human being like the guy has kids the guy has family like to even just tweet something into the universe like that is just like or just say Thank something you. harmful Thank let you. it come out of your mouth like that it's just it's unreal like I don't, Thank I don't you. care what they did that I don't agree with like I'm never gonna come out it's never gonna come out of my mouth like and it's like why like is it why does it be a thing where it's like because you have an experience like that you can't relate no time and place and it ever is the place to speak on the dead or speak on anything concerning the dead, just shut the fuck up. Like, that's really all you gotta do is shut the fuck up. It's for you to shut the fuck up. So I'm just so tired of this. Cause like, I literally saw today, I'm just like, wow, like, why are people reporting things? Like, we haven't even gave major platforms time to even report it. Like, you know, like, what's going on here? Getting cloud off dead? Like, that's weird. Like wow, it's very weird. Yeah. But I will say, weirdo behavior. At this point in time, we're we're recording this on Cinco de Mayo. For those of y'all, for don't know, <laughs> don't know. But um, regardless of how the news may spin, spin we Kevin F- Simmons and his family is in our prayers. We know we've said some things in the past about him. But we don't wish death on nobody. We don't wish things like this on anybody. We hope he makes a full recovery. I'm I'm hoping that what I'm hearing isn't true. And if by the time this drops, you know, if it's Either way, what's if it becomes confirmed they, or they confirm it either way, a full recover, recovery or the other side, you know, he's still in our prayers. We don't wish stuff like that on anybody, honestly, because there's somebody out here who has to pick up the pieces when this is all said and done. Absolutely. Well, guys, that was a lot, but um, we're going to go ahead and jump into the topic today. So there's actually like a viral tweet that's kind of been floating around the last couple of days that says, are you really low maintenance or are you used to being neglected? So before we even really hop into it, after me reading that, like, what do y'all get from that? Like, what do y'all get from that? Like, how, what do you, how do you interpret that? I guess. What did you mean by low maintenance? Like, you just don't require a lot. Um, I, me personally, um, I'll speak for myself. I feel like I'm like, an equal balance. I feel like it could be high maintenance at one point and not require a lot at some point. So, and I'm not, I don't feel neglected. So that's just, you know, I mean, I feel like it could be an equal balance. So that's what I get from that. I mean, that's how, that's my, you know, interpretation of that. No, I think, I think, I think I can be low maintenance. I think everybody could be low maintenance though. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what do you mean by that? I think, you know, there's certain parts of me that do require, um, I guess more more tension than others, but I don't know. For the most part, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see like where this this conversation is gonna, you know, like how like how where we're taking it. So I guess when I, go ahead, Michelle. Oh no, I was gonna say. I mean, I guess I wouldn't say it used to be neglected, but. Ha- I feel like have you ever like dated somebody who's like, oh my gosh, like you're so chill or you're so like this, you're so like that. And you think it's a compliment. But then when you really read into it, it's just like, why is this a compliment? Because it seems like I'm setting the bar low for you. And like, to mm-hmm. me, that's kind of lit. Like, like I know somebody told me before, like, oh, you know what? I like that you're not materialistic. And I was like, oh, I'm not. And then afterwards, I was like, what if I want to be a material girl? Like, what do you Yeah. <laughs> what do you right. mean? Like, I don't like I thought that was cool. But now I feel like. Wait, am I playing myself right now? Like, 
I, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? So that's the reason why I could kind of see where that tweet is coming from. Because a lot of times you can be not saying that you, you're not used to being neglected, but you're so bare minimum that you don't realize that you are being. Neglected. Mm-hmm. And I feel that because I had somebody ask me like, oh, like, you know, what do you need? Not necessarily. I don't remember what exactly he asked me, but my response was like, I don't know, like I'm low maintenance. And he was like, no, no, no. He was like, see, he was like, you say that. He was like, but I know there's certain aspects to you that isn't low maintenance. He was like, there's something that you require and need in a relationship. He was like, so to say that you're low maintenance, he was like, that's not true. And when he said that, I was like, dang, like you're actually right. And like, like you said, Michelle's like, I forgot what you said, but you made a (laughs) point just now about like, um, saying that you don't really require a lot. Oh, like, like when you said in regards to like, oh, you're so chill or whatever. Like, cause I do find myself in my, oh, like I'm, I'm a chill. Like I don't really talk about a lot of stuff, but it's like, am I really chill or am I just saying that, you know? And so I seen like in context to like the little thing that I read about being neglected or whatever, are you low maintenance? This girl said to consider this, she was like, you think you're low, ma- you're a low maintenance partner, but you're actually just afraid your partners won't show up to your needs. So you pretend not to have any. And I was like, that's actually a really good point that she made. Cause it's like, that's essentially what it means when you talk about being low maintenance, right? No, honestly, mm. that's, that's facts. I mean, I, I'll agree. I'll agree. To yeah, that. I can agree. I can, I can agree. agree to that. But I, I was like that in the past. But I, yeah, mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. voicing now. shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I've definitely <laughs> been I've definitely been on the side where it's like I already know. Like it's not even you know, when you like you want certain things, but are you you require certain not even require let's want you want certain things, but like you're not going to bring it up because it's either going to cause an argument or you just know like yeah. it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even always have to be material things. Like for me, it was just like I, I was so reserved in one of my relationships and I didn't realize like how reserved I was being. And I was like, I really don't I don't really talk to my significant other like that like I don't really go into details about like how I feel I, I kind of just always just yeah it. and then mm-hmm. I realized I did that because I knew like if I'm telling you how I feel or like what I want out of you or what I feel like was wrong or anything like it was going to turn into an argument so yeah. he just always took me as like oh she don't care when it really just was like bro I'm just not bringing it up to you because I know this is going to go so left so so that's a good point. So um, I was going to literally just ask you guys next, like, do you ever feel like in a relationship or a friendship that you downplayed your needs to avoid confrontation? And Crystal, you're saying Absolutely. that you have you have done that. So I guess, like, do y'all consider that to be a trauma, a trauma response? And can you guys maybe pinpoint like exactly where in the relationship that became a thing, like where you decided to be non-confrontational or downplay that you're... Um- I'll speak like um, I I can say it's kind of a trauma response just because like me personally I remember like in one of my relationships like I would bring something up and like Krista said it would just like result into either like being iced out or like an argument or just negative responses so it's like dang you know what moving forward I ain't gonna I'm just gonna like be play it cool and when it comes to this certain aspect of our relationship just I don't want to like you know I don't not say I'm like non-confrontational but it's like I don't want it always to be a thing where we're like that like always like getting into it behind stuff you know what i mean and so to me i would think that is a trauma response like just becoming more reserved in relationship and not really speaking up and to me now that i'm older don't women never do that always speak up because honestly like you end up hurting yourself more in relationship mm-hmm. when you get no. when you're quiet about certain stuff for me no that's very true response oh. yeah it wasn't just because I don't think I was reacting off of trials. I just was trying to avoid confrontation. Like I don't, there's, there was no 
really like there's no reason in the past that I've had that caused me to like shut down in that really it was just him specifically that was causing me to shut down so I don't think it was and I don't do that with any other of my relationships so I think that um for me it wasn't a trauma response but like I I I was just avoiding confrontation this really yeah I think for me um because this recently happened to me before and I think I spoke about the situation here on the podcast before but um and it was a situation that it's crazy because i think i said in a petty chronicle and y'all were all just like oh just talk to this person talk to this person about it and to see and just get some closure on it and for me i was kind of like uh, i don't really need closure like i'm really good about like talking myself through it and if i'm not tripping that i move forward and it wasn't until the person um, involved had a com- we had a conversation they was like oh we're not as close as we used to be on um, what happened and i had to be honest and i was like i'm not gonna lie I really, if I could pinpoint exactly like when the shift happened, I think there was an event that happened in June and internally it caused me to fall back for like a couple of weeks and a couple, like a couple of weeks. And then I think by the time I got over and I went to fall back forward, you had already picked up those vibes and you fell back and I'm not about to like sit here and be trying to like lobby for your time. So we naturally just fell off. And he was like, hold on. You said this happened when? Like that was a year ago. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, why did you he's like why would you let a whole year pass before bringing this up like we could have solved that back then and i was like well i don't i didn't think it was a big deal and he was like you're saying it's not a big deal but as you can see this is an event that caused us to fall off and now this is we've i've been going through this for a year and he's like and i was thinking like i want to bring it up but in my head i'm like if she has an issue she should bring it up mm. and he was like and he was like you're, you're coming off like you're non-confrontational and that's what i'm getting from me he was like but it's kind of frustrating to me because i wish you would have just brought it up back then because now it's like look where we are and in my head i'm not gonna lie at that time like i didn't even know what to say because i was like dang like like i've always told myself like that's like a positive thing about me is that like i can handle things and move on you know and i guess i've never because in my past relationships it's like oh i don't want to be nagging all this other stuff so like you know you kind of navigate and adapt to moving forward it's like you know what i'm not gonna chip off the little stuff and then you talk to somebody who's just like no like if you have an issue you should just speak on it and i realized that in my in trying to become that chill person who doesn't trip on stuff like it's low-key negatively affected like relationships and so mm-hmm. i can see how that can be a trauma response right and honestly i mean it's nothing you could do about it because you can't take back the time and now a whole year has passed and i didn't realize it snowballed into a whole different thing but that's what i could guess when i finally had to realize like honestly like you can change and be bare minimum but it really is like lowering the expectations that you yeah. have for somebody right. else and and it's not always a good thing and sometimes it can cause you to like really stop advocating for yourself and speaking up for yourself true and true, defending like, yourself in situations I know. like, oh, sorry, Jordan. Keep going. Sorry. Um, I know for me, it, it definitely was a trauma response because I know, like, in situations, like, if I'm like venting to a friend about like how I feel, she'll be like, oh, like, well, why don't you just tell him? And for me, like, not speaking up and just telling somebody how I feel is a trauma response because I did date somebody in my past. Like we've all have kind of said, like when I ever had an issue with something like he would shut down or he would ignore me and it just to just avoid confrontation and just keep the peace. Like, cause I, I hate to be ignored. So it was like, I'd rather just and unfortunately, I chose to just not address how I feel or keep quiet about things that bother me to just kind of keep the peace in my relationship. And it wasn't until I really sat down. I was like, bro, like I used to be so vocal. Like if something bothered me, like I would address it. I would speak up for myself. I'm like, what happened to me? Like what? I literally it took me sitting down and realizing, like, damn, like this situation caused me to be like this. And I actually had a conversation with my ex about it. And I was just like, bro, like I'm like this because of what you did to me. And he was like, I'm not going to lie. He was like, I- I'm sorry. He was like, but at the same time, which don't don't go too hard but he was like i'm sorry he's at the same time he was like 
if you didn't like that, he was like, then you shouldn't have put up with it. He was like, if you should have put your foot down and whether that was you saying, hey, I'm going to leave this relationship if you don't change this. He's like, and that would have been my loss or maybe I would have changed. You came back around. He was like, but you allowed me, you allowed that behavior out of me. And he's like, yeah, I took advantage. He was like, at the same time, he was like, you have to learn how to stand up for yourself. And while I, I feel him and I don't feel him, I was like, damn, you're actually right because I chose to put up with that. And it's like, it really comes down to your standards and like, why am I putting up with something that I really don't want to that's causing me like anxiety and all these weird things. I'm like, bro, like that for me click like i don't have to put up with anything i anything just because i want to keep a connection with somebody the moment it crosses me i'm gonna walk away so yeah but that's so much easier said than done because it's like this person like you would like to i would like to think that the person that i love and i have put my heart into for the past x amount of time does care about my emotions and everything else that they're doing shows me that they do care. It's just this one thing that it's like when we get to this conversation or we get to confrontations like this, then we, we can't, we don't see eye to eye. So yeah, now as grown adults, it's easy to be like, yeah, walk away. Cause hell yeah, I'm gonna walk away. But like, again, it's just like to have those expectations from your, for, from somebody who loves you. It's like, you think at least how you, go, it, it just, I think it's just a, such a weird concept. Like to think like, how is this such a problem when, again, you love me and you love me so much to the point where I know that you do. So I'm expecting these things out of you. I don't know. It's just easier said than done back then. So, mm-hmm. but now definitely right. put up with only what you can, child, because like I said, these niggas will have you around just because they want you around. That part. So, and I mean, and just even in that, like, I, I have said in the past before, like, oh, I'm low maintenance, but I think I'm used to saying that because I don't want to say I'm used to receiving the bare minimum, but I'm used to just accommodating like the pe- person that I talk to by not to try not to fuck up a vibe. And mm-hmm. so it's like, I low-key have become low maintenance, <laughs> but that's against me. So it's like, I think it's something that people need to like kind of realize and step ahead of for sure. I agree too. Yeah. So it, I guess if that's what we're, I'm not low maintenance then because I'm going to vocalize everything that I feel like and everything that I want. And I'm saying this maybe because I mean, I'm single. So, and again, I know everything in, in the moment is easier said than done, but like, even in the people that I've talked to, like I've always been super vocal about the things that I wanted. It was just that one particular person because I just didn't feel that comfortability from him. So I was never like transparent or whatever, but yeah, after that, like I, and that's, Honestly, that's the reason why, yes, it's the reason why I'm single because it's like, I, for, and that, I, for me, it's like, I'm not settling. Like if I'm telling you the things that I want and you don't meet up to that or you can't meet those expectations, then we can just kill the shit here. Like, no, I'm not. Mm-mm. Okay, so, so let me ask a question. Okay, so you say you're high maintenance in your relationships. Do you consider yourself? Do I wouldn't even say high. I'm just saying I'm not low maintenance. I'm just not like, because we're defining in the past conversations, we're defining low maintenance as like, okay, we're we're not really vocal about the things that we want. We kind of shut down. Well, we I don't think, really say anything. You don't require much I think, t- time. I think but, that's for, for them. I think that's how they are in relationships. And they realize that it's just low maintenance for you may mean different things. Like for instance, for me, I consider myself a low maintenance friend and it's not because I don't, it's the exact opposite reason. It's not because I don't advocate for myself. I don't speak up. I think it's just because I don't require a lot from my friends. Like, and so, so, but it's different, right? Depending on different friendships. But I, I know some people may like call me and be like, Oh, this and that. And they may have like an issue. And to me, I'm kind of like, I'm experiencing the same thing. I'm like, Oh, you know, it's crazy. I wouldn't trip over that. Like that would be something that I wouldn't trip over, but I know some other some other person may trip over that and they'd be like, oh yeah, as a friend, like my friend could never do that. Or if my friend does this, it's 
over. I'm going to have to cut a friend off behind this. And I'm just like, really? I don't think it's that deep. And so I realized just for me, like I do like, it's not that I don't hold my friends to a high standard, but and not like the bar is in hell. But as far as me, like I'm very low maintenance. Like, so it doesn't okay, take a would, lot. Would you consider yourself <laughs> low maintenance in relationships as well? In relationships? Uh, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, okay, I feel what, like there's what makes who, you low maintenance? For what I said earlier, like, I think I'm very chill. I'm very laid back. Like, I'm not somebody who's going to like, I work through it. Like, I don't like to argue. Like, I know some people might be like, oh, I need this. I need that. Or you didn't call me back. You need to be, you need to text me good morning by 9 a.m. I didn't hear that's from you all day. Low, that's, it's saying, that's not low maintenance to me. That's just. I, you said what? No, but that's not. No, I would consider that as high maintenance. You said what? Oh, it's, I would consider that. You said you didn't text me back by nine. I would consider that as high. Maintenance. That's what she's saying. Yeah, that is. But, what but, she's but that's saying. what I'm saying. But, mm-hmm. For me, I don't. Re- I don't really require all that. Like for me, like as long as you know. You but that doesn't make you low maintenance. I don't know because I don't require all that either. Definition. Like I don't. Well, but that's well, what I'm that's, saying. Yeah, so then, yeah, that's my definition of low maintenance. Yeah. Like I don't feel like I don't want to say like I'm a super chill girlfriend or whatever. But for me, it's like I feel like you just I'm, don't I'm, require I'm, a lot. Yeah, I don't require a lot and it's okay. I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. I feel like sometimes it can be bad because I feel like the same person, because it's not that I don't feel like my significant other will do it because I mean, the same guy I'm dating may date the next girl and he may do all that. But I know a guy who does all that for the next girl, if he dates me, he'll probably be like, oh shoot, like feel like he's overdoing it. Like I've had partners yeah. like, you know what? It really doesn't take much to make you happy and it really doesn't. Like I promise you, like if I'm chilling with somebody and they order breakfast to me, I'm like, it like and I don't want to say like I'm a bare minimum girl because I'm not but honestly like it doesn't take a lot to make me happy I'm not gonna lie I mean it'd be the little things I mean yeah, yeah well okay I guess because like, I, I require the same thing but I, that's what I'm saying like when I when I say high maintenance like I don't think that like yeah I need a nigga's location I need him to tell me every time he's stepping out I need breakfast every time I wake up like you know so often take me shot I don't I don't even think it's that, but I feel like it's just like when it comes down to like, if we're, if we're going by the definition that you're using, then yeah, I would consider myself low maintenance also, Michelle. But I just feel like when it comes to certain things, like, like, okay, so maybe we could use this as an example, like, because we don't require these things, I'm not going to say you, but there's a lot of women who feel that way because they haven't received it before. Right. Cause it's like, okay, we don't care about gifts. We don't care not us, but like in general, like women can say like, I don't care about gifts. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. But it's like, bro, you're not getting it. That's why if you were, then maybe you would, you would have this standard of like, I do require this in my future relationship. I do mm-hmm. require X in my future. Relationship. I think a lot of things people haven't experienced. So it's like, of course, you're not going to require, of course, you're not going to care for it. But I think even the high maintenance and low maintenance, can even it complains to other things because I know I've talked to somebody before where like, I guess the person who dated before used to really triple him about going out. And to me, I was like, why can you not go out? Like, it's not like you're going out all the time. Like, why am I tripping that you have a social life? Because I don't ever want a guy to trip on me having a social life. You know what I mean? And I feel like in that, he was like, oh, it's like, you're real chill. And I'm like, I mean, because why am I taking away your life? You know what I mean? Like, and so I think some people can, I guess, I, I guess that would have to go into the high maintenance category if someone feels as though their significant other cannot mm-hmm. step outside. But I'm just like, I mean, it, it's not like it to me it was a healthy balance. So it's like, I don't see the issue. Like I'm not here to dictate somebody's life. And so I feel like for some people they were, he was just like, Oh, wow. You're really chill about this. And I'm like, but you barely go outside. So I'm confused. See, you don't know how he was like going a, outside with that person. That's what I'm saying. Like there's like hmm. a, there's a slippery slope to that joy, because here's the thing. It's like, I've had a guy tell me that. And it's like, 
for me, like, I'm just like you. I don't care that you go out. I go out. I like to have a good time. But then when I saw that it was like a four, four to five day week thing, like, and don't get me wrong, you still went to work every day. You still, you still were able to balance, but it was still a lot. Mm -hmm. So I might've understood why, like the ex-girlfriend was now tripping. So I'm like, okay, so like, how would you, like, if you're going at this pace, like, how would you possibly be able to add in a relationship and like any other thing else that I might want in the future? Mm hmm. I'm not, I've never talked to somebody who's gone outside four or five times in a week, like girl, <laughs> once or twice. So I, girl. I, I, I think it's a shift for me, but going based off of that person who maybe in a one month has gone out four times, <laughs> I don't see the issue with that. So yeah. that's why I'm like, if, if we're being fair also, could we consider stuff like that high maintenance? Because sorry, I'm, I feel like I'm combating everything, but I'm, I'm really just no, perspective here. Um, like, could we consider that high maintenance? Like, oh, the fact that like he now says that you're chill, Jory, because his ex girlfriend was, you know, tripping on him when he was going out. But it's like, bruh, again, all perspective. Because if let, we don't know what the fuck he was doing with that girl and why she has certain requirements as far as like him going out, right? And so now he gets with you or another girl, and there's like they're not gonna trip because he didn't maybe do as much in the relationship. So it's like is that high maintenance or she was just keeping you in line because you's a fuck nigga. So yeah. and now he gets no, with somebody that. else and you know what I'm saying? Now he gets with somebody else. It's like, dang, you so chill, bro. This is how people are when you're doing, when you're not doing what you, when, you, when you're right. doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Like these are how people, yeah, she's going to be chill about it, but and nobody's going to care that you realistically, a lot of women actually don't care that you go out as long as you're not like you're respectful. So mm -hmm. if the if you're not respectful, yes, when you get with the next girl and you're doing what you're supposed to do, then yeah, it's gonna be low maintenance to you because the next girl she's not barking up your mouth, barking up your head. Like, huh? No, yeah, no, yeah. I feel that. Okay, I guess all I want to because I know we're talking a lot about relationships, but I want to talk about friendships as well. So, okay, first, actually, let's let's. Let's bring it back because, Crystal, you're right. We're, we're our definitions getting real a lot all over the place. What is y'all's definition of low maintenance and high maintenance? It's just so we know what we're talking about here. Low maintenance not requiring a lot. High maintenance requiring a lot. OD. <laughs> that's my that's my definition. But high, maintenance, <laughs> high maintenance is me, and low maintenance is not me. I feel like um just because like my trauma, my past experience, I have come off as low maintenance, but I'm working on becoming more high maintenance. The aim requiring a lot more. And that's just the honest truth. I want more for me, so yeah. I I feel I agree with Paulette. Low maintenance is requiring a little and high maintenance <laughs> is requiring a lot, honestly. But we keep personally defining it. That's why I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> so I only say that because that's the only way I can define it. Like to be honest with you, I feel like sorry, I'm gonna give a I'll give a real definition. I feel like low maintenance is whenever you kind of just go with the flow. You know, like you're not really giving a lot of pushback whenever it comes to a friendship or a relationship. You're not asking for things um, that you need, even though you might need them. You're you're not asking for them. You know where or I feel like so? or, or See, I disagree. Them, yes, I disagree. I feel like not asking for things. I mean, it can be that way, but I feel like not asking for things that you need is 
isn't so much low maintenance. I feel like it's more just um, you not voicing. I mean, because I feel like asking for things that you need you don't want to high maintenance. No, I don't think it I, makes, like, I don't think I don't think it makes you high maintenance either. But I think that it also sets a precedent on that relationship yeah. that it's like there's certain things that you're not going to tolerate. You know, like okay. I think that whenever you are a low maintenance friend, like you're, you're, it's very easy for you to turn the other cheek, or uh, you're low maintenance in a relationship. It's very easy for you to turn the other cheek, and it's very easy for you to be like, you know, I'm not gonna like. Uh, it's kind of like one of those things where you like always like, uh, I'll just pick my battles wisely. But it's like you're always like succumbing to those battles. Whereas I feel like whenever I don't want to say it's high maintenance either. Like I, I do see what you're saying, Michelle. Like yeah. I don't want to say that's high maintenance just because you're asking for those things. But people do look like that. Look at that like as high maintenance. Like you require a lot. Like you kind of people look at it as like it's I, nagging. Yeah, you know? I would say I would say that it's more like I would. I guess I would use your same definition, but replace needs with wants. I feel like when you're low maintenance, it's like you're not asking for the things that you want. You're just settling for the things that you need. You know what I mean? And I feel like people who are high maintenance, their needs are like the minimum and they're very vocal about the things that they want. Like for me, like I've considered myself low maintenance, but I still like I advocate for myself as far as making sure that my needs are met. But I think sometimes like my wants are just wants, like they don't become mandatory for me. But I know some people where my wants are just mandatory, are low key become their needs. (laughs) My wants are some people's needs in relationships. Like even like, like, do you feel like your needs are actually always being met? Um, I mean, for me, I would say if my needs aren't being met, like then I could advocate for myself. Like I'm easy to voice them, but again, my needs maybe my wants may be someone else's needs, if that makes sense. Like there are some people who I've dated who are very high maintenance. There's high people where they believe um in a relationship, you have to text them. Like for instance, if if um oh, I'm going out tonight, text me when you make it there. You know what I mean? And they need that from their partners. Like they need that reassurance. They need this, they need that. For me, reassurance. Uh, reassurance may be cool you know i want that but it's not a, i don't need reassurance in a relationship you know what i mean not that much reassurance if that makes sense so that's why yeah, i say like makes I, yeah i have my own personal needs and i think i make sure they're very met and i do have some wants that sound like reassurance is nice it sounds good but if i don't get it i'm not one of those people where i'm just like oh this relationship isn't working mm-hmm. like but then every time if you like i don't know i guess that's where we're different because for me it's like mm-hmm. every time if it's like you can't even let me know where you're at, I'm gonna be looking at you like, okay, so what's the point? Like, what am I just supposed to magically know where you're at at times? You know, see, I feel that but that's very different. I feel like as far as like checking in all the other stuff, that's cool. But I know some people who are like, you have to like check in. Like, oh, you text them like, oh, I'm still at this place. What time did you get there? Why did you text me as soon as you? Got yeah, there? like, like oh, yeah, oh, that's, why that's a lot. Yeah, that's yeah a it's lot. like. Oh, like it's just like, like bro like i'm cool that, to let me know when you get there but let me know when you make it home like did you get home safe yeah, yeah it's like, like i just I, that's not that's mindful but it's not a requirement but i do appreciate that like i like because i like to be checked on did you make it home like i like yes i did like care about me Same. huh like i don't like when someone doesn't make sure i get home okay i don't i don't care if it's in the morning time still make sure i made it home right or anywhere it doesn't matter like did you because, make it to where you're the next location no literally because what actually yeah. like i actually had a person that i stopped talking to and behind that because it was one of those things where it's like <gasps> we're talking before he goes out and then i don't hear from him until like the afternoon the next day i don't like that 
Uh, just, uh-uh. that's, that's way too much disappearance for me. It's like, no. okay, you can even like update me and let me know like, hey, like I maybe went to this next place or I made it home, et cetera, et cetera. I don't have time for that. And I voiced those needs once. I was like, hey, you know, just keep me in the loop. I'm not asking for you to give me a play-by-play like text message, but let me know like, hey, like I made it home or this or that. Like that way I know you at least made it safely home. So, but some people look at that as like a big deal. I'm not gonna lie. Um, to me, that's, I don't want to say it's OD, but only because I feel like that sounds good. But when you out, sometimes like you be losing track of time and I hate yeah. you get mad at me behind that. Oh, why don't you text me you made it back home? But I forgot, bro. I fell asleep. Yeah. I told you I was going Absolutely. out. That's suspect. If I if I talk to you at 10 p.m. the night before, I don't hear from you. I don't hear from you until 2 p.m. the next day. No. Oh, I was Nikki. sleeping. No, no. Maybe no. I don't know. Cause like things can <laughs> no. happen. Like I used to care about that shit, but now that I'm older, I don't give a fuck. Yo, I get it every I'm now glad and then. To, but I'm when glad that to know is you're okay. Cons- when that's consistent, Mm-mm. that's not for Maybe me. They wake I'm up sorry. At one. But then and again, you're I, irresponsible to me if you that's can't text. not what. No, well, you wouldn't just text text me by nine a.m. Good morning. You need you need to go. No, I, I mean you know like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. The right one. Text, the right one. Yeah, I don't want to text like every morning or whatever it can be. But like, if I haven't heard from you for twelve plus hours, I think that that's kind of weird. Are you talking about a friend or are you talking about a relationship? A relationship. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. I mean, that's that. I, I feel you. A certain amount of hours. What the fuck's going on? Um, I don't like that. So I yeah, no. What? It's been sixteen mm. hours. What? You can't sleep for sixteen hours straight. Sorry. Not even. Uh, we don't need to be talking twenty four seven. Like, and we don't need to talk twenty four seven. I talked to you but... last night. I could talk to you in the afternoon the next day. Like, boys can even get a good night. You would Breakfast but... It depends, though. But I also feel like sometimes people introduce you to like a vibe where like they're always communicating with you. They text you in the morning. They text you when they when they come home from going out. And then when that stops, it makes you kind of look like like what happened? Like, what happened? I don't like, like anything outside of routine. Because exactly. now it's like, well, what the fuck is going on? What are you talking about? Anything like, outside what? of routine is a no for me. Don't don't introduce me to a vibe you cannot upkeep. Because yeah, and then one more like, bro. If it's yeah, outside I think of routine, something's wrong. Then, exactly, Crystal. And if even, it's outside of routine, then I'm thinking something's wrong. And even in regards to that, I've seen something over. recently where they were saying like this girl and her boyfriend or whatever, or vice versa, boyfriend, whatever. Um, they normally text all the time and she hadn't heard from him or her, he hadn't heard from her. I don't know who it was, but anyways, they ended up checking oh, yeah. the person's location and realized that they were stranded on the side of the road. Like something happened to them. Like, and it was, I, I was just like, bro, like that's why people actually need routines because if not, she would have never known or he would have never known there was something wrong with their partner. And that's why I, people need locations. <laughs> no, but how do y'all feel about locations? <laughs> I mean, See, I'm not I, I like somebody. I ain't not sharing my location, not nobody. I like this. I, I was I like, I went through your phone and turned the location on. You said what? Told. You told them that, or you lied and told them that? <laughs> I lied, and he was. He, I was like, oh yeah, because you went so and so. He's like, how do you know? I was like, because I have your location. He's like, why would you do that? I was like, cause I don't, I don't. But keep so you really like and you want to say you're low maintenance, to make it. <laughs> so how did you? But she never. So how did you? How did you really know where he was? It doesn't you know? matter. Like the fact that you even play mind games with someone like that. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I just need to see the reaction. I need to know because if you shook too shook, then it's like, what's going? Where you someone you don't need to be? 
But yeah, know. I mean, the re- location thing, I don't mind sharing my location. I mean, several people have my location, so it's whatever. Even with my significant other, like, I'm never anywhere I'm not supposed to be. So, I I mean, I'm grown as hell, so I don't understand what's the big hoopla about it. Now, I think guys are kind of are, you know, hesitant about it because they have a lot of run-ins with, or no, let me not say guys, the people who are hesitant, some of them, that's probably because they do have a lot of run-ins with places that they should not be in. But I don't see, I think, I don't know, it's so crazy because like I'm okay with it, but I could see it being a problem if my significant other asks because it's just like, okay, I get it. But also, what do you want it for? Um I can see it being a problem. Also, if I ask my significant other, like I can see it being a problem for a guy just because it's, it's just a little bit invasive. So I wouldn't be super upset if they wouldn't let me, but mm, I don't know. It's whatever. The I don't think it's per- necessary. Only male but- that's having my location that I have sexual relationships with is my husband. A boyfriend's never going to have my location. I'll be completely honest with you. Like plenty of my friends have my location. My sisters have my location. <laughs> But as far as a boyfriend, no, like you're right. That's very invasive. Yeah, it's just a little especially since I'm like, always be... like I'm very open about where I go. I keep people yeah. updated. I answer the phone basically anywhere I'm at. So it's like mm. to ask for my location now. I feel like that's just like you're kind of crossing the line. Mm. I really feel like people just do that because Apple has that function. If it was not there, it would not be a question. Let's just be honest. All right. Let's just be honest. Location. So I don't think we ever answered your original question, Michelle, about low maintenance or high maintenance (laughs) friends. I was going to ask y'all what y'all consider low maintenance friends, like low and high. I I can definitely give a couple examples with that. Low and high maintenance friendships. Give a couple. Um, Well, I think a high maintenance friendship, well, for me, from my experience, at least, is um, the one not they not the ones who want to talk to you every day, but for me, it's the ones who are actually it's the ones who are a little bit invasive or the ones who I don't want to say they're a little bit more emotional, but yeah, let's just say that for lack of better words, they're a little bit more emotional. And it's not that, okay, when something happens, they're just crying every day on my phone, but it's just like, let's say something happens to me. They're like shoving down my throat. Like what happened? Let's talk, let's talk, let's talk, let's talk, let's talk. And it's like, bro, you know, because they would need that, I guess, that emotional fulfillment for them to know that I'm okay or whatever. I guess that's what it, I don't know. But like, I I think that's high maintenance. And um, people who kind of like, for me also, I'm not an affectionate person. So people who are always like the need to, because I do have friends who like to like, you know, are very touchy, who are very like, you know, and that's, for me, it's a lot. Like, so that would be high maintenance for me. Yeah, the people, the friends who are always like, Okay, what's going on? Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. We're pretty much invasive, and the ones who are like super affectionate, like that's just that's a lot for me. I feel like a high maintenance friend, someone you talk to every day, all day. So you need to talk to high maintenance. You is that high? No, 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 no. You know what I mean? Somebody you need to talk to every day, (laughs) or somebody you do talk to every day. I feel like a high maintenance friend is like a friend that always like wants to talk every day, all day. That's not not no like on the phone and stuff. Texting, I'm not like texting. Don't count. What's up? You are. Paul, you are the person that's on the phone the most I've ever seen in my life. But you know, you know it's but that don't make me a high maintenance friend. That makes me know that that is somebody that knows how to talk on the phone. Sorry, I, I like to talk on the phone. But the definition you just like, described you. <laughs> no, but that's not. Do I call y'all every day and be on the phone every day all day? No, I don't. 
So I'm just saying, like, I have, I know people and have friends that, like, you know, calling you every day on the phone all day, like, it, and it's okay. It's not a bad thing. I'm defining it. A low maintenance friend is someone you don't hear from. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I think a low maintenance. But well, I think a low maintenance friend. Why I think a low maintenance friend is one of those. It's one of those friends where it's like you know people say like you can pick up wherever y'all left off and it's like no time has actually passed. Yeah. I think that's really good. Yes. Yeah. I love that. So what's what's your definition for a high maintenance friend? Somebody's the opposite of what Nikki just explained. Like you know somebody's gonna get mad that you're not communicating every day, or somebody's gonna get mad that maybe that you're hanging with other women, or maybe that you didn't you didn't pick up your friend. I'm sorry, you didn't pick up the phone, or just no. I have an example. I definitely Mm -hmm. agree with what you said, Nikki. I think that's a great definition of a low maintenance friend because. I think right now I have a high maintenance friend where like they're so upset with me like oh why have we not talked and I'm like bro why can't we just you know I'm going through shit like just give me space bro like let me come back around like and he's just giving me a really hard time like why haven't I heard from you like why are you not texting me back and I'm like bro you're being so high maintenance it's it's annoying me like I don't want to be your friend anymore because you're doing too much and not to say I just don't want to be his friend but it's just like bro like can you just give me space and wow needy I would say for me, like a high maintenance friendship is a friendship that requires a lot of energy and an effort for it to to make it work. Like you, you gotta put an extra. I feel like low maintenance friendships are like easy and they just require no effort, like little to no effort. And I mean, that's not to say that that's a good thing, but there's some people who I feel like I'm friends with, and it's just like we we cannot talk for three months, so we can go out to lunch and it's cool. Like there's no like we haven't missed a beat. And there's some people yeah. where it's just like dang, like if we were to go three months without talking, we would not be friends. It's like, right. like do y'all it's feel like, like there's a dis- yeah. disrespectful level though of a low maintenance friend? Because while we all agree, okay, I do. Somebody you can I do. Time without, and then y'all pick back up. But like, no. to what extent does your low maintenance in space like, that we don't talk become disrespectful? I don't want to be a convenient friend for you just because I am yeah. low maintenance. Do not take advantage of that and just keep me on the back burner and just come into my life as you please when you need a friend. You know, yeah, because like, there I are think- times where I may need a friend and you're not there. Mm-hmm. That's when I think it becomes disrespectful. Ooh, when I say what comes disrespectful is like you're a low maintenance friend and like you're like okay like of course like y'all know y'all said the whole thing picking up where y'all left off but at the same time like missing important stuff I feel like that becomes disrespectful because it's like wait we're I understand we don't have to talk every day but dang like important things you're not present that's yeah, yeah. I, I think that's mm-hmm. really is a big thing because I think that that's whenever it starts to become the line of like okay are we friends are we just associates you know but I think that or even that. I think that also whenever it becomes very disrespectful is whenever I'm just like your going out friend. It's like whenever it comes down to like really important things, like, you know, things that you don't invite me to, but then you want to hit me up to be like, hey, let's go get drinks. It's like, no, like we're not friends. Mm-hmm. I, st- I think it's important. Well, not important. I, That's a calm way. friends are, yeah. <laughs> going out friends are um i don't know it's a thing like I, I just think there's there's some people that you can go out with there's some people that you can you can you know share your life experiences with and there's people who you could just it they're just a good time you know what i mean like not everybody is good in all areas and that just is what it is now obviously your closer friends you could do everything with but i don't feel like every friend is gonna be a, a going out friend or every friend is gonna be like a cry on your shoulder friend um so yeah um i feel like i'm cool with low maintenance 
but I don't want when you pop back in and yeah, we can pick back up where we left off. You're coming to me only with your problems and then you disappear and you don't come back again until you have another problem. Like at some point that in that popping in and popping out, like it should just be, hey, girl, how are you? What's going on with your life? But if you're only popping in just to complain about life, like that's annoying to me. Oh, now, my gosh. It's like it's mentally it draining. It is mm. and not to not even to be but depending on how much that person does it. It's kind of just like, bro, like I don't even care about what Boy, you're cry about wolves. Right now. Like, <laughs> like I don't care. Like I'm so out of you're so we're so out of touch with what's going on in each other's lives. Like, oh, I don't even know why you're talking to me about this. Like I should not be the one you're going to. But that's my opinion on that. <laughs> Who can I run to? <laughs> to fill this empty space. <laughs> so how do you like? Okay, so when you're in that situation, how do you handle it? Like, say that you are friends with somebody, and that's happening. Like, girl, I'ma still be a friend. Unfortunately, I'll be complaining <laughs> internally, but I'm still gonna be a friend because that's just how I am. That's how God gifted me. How He made me. I'm still gonna roll with the punches, bro. That's just the, internally wait. complain. <laughs> you say that happens. <laughs> we mean like. I mean, like what, on the example that I gave, like, what do you do if you're in this situation? <laughs> but not for that, Paulette. Yeah, like, I mean, what? I mean, like, that's what, a, you know, it's crazy, like, that, like, unfortunately, that's what a friend, is, a good friend is, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though shit ain't how you want it to be, it's like, you're still going to be there for that person. You're still going to show up because that's how you, who you are. That speaks on your character. That says nothing about y'all's friendship. It's your character. I'm never not going to be there for somebody. I still will always show up, but I think that you might realize like my vibe might be off a little bit. I might not be as like chipper or, you know, Mm -mm. that's not showing up. No, that is showing up. Like when you invite me somewhere, I'm always going to show up. But I think that eventually we're going to have to have that conversation about how like we're sometimey friends. I don't have time for that. Like the thing is like, there's very specific people in my life that I talk to. I don't talk to a lot of people, you know, like I know a lot of people, but I don't talk to a lot of people. So if you're someone that I actually like talk to on a regular basis and it starts to feel like off, I don't like that. I feel like it's something you have to have a a talk about because that person might be going through something too. That can easily be like, you know, just discussed and y'all move on from that. Or what if that's just who they are? If that was who they are, I wouldn't be friends with them because that would have been a lie in the beginning. Ooh. That's a lie. Please. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when we say um, free the girls from the bare minimum, what do we even mean by that? Free my girls for, oh, well, I don't need flowers. I, that, I'm going to leave that to y'all. The, no, free my girls from saying dumb shit. Like that's, that's bare minimum shit. Because if we're, I, there's a lot of women who do like, they say that they don't need this and they don't need that. And granted, they probably don't need it. But like I said earlier, it's, we probably don't need it because you haven't experienced it. And if we're really talking mm-hmm. about it, flowers are not expensive. So I hate when people just be like, well, I don't need this or I don't need that. I don't need flowers every day. Bro, flowers are but what, but I have a question. Like, but why can't someone say that and let it just be that why does it have to be bare minimum talk what if that's just someone i don't need all that all that flowers is not all that is no i'm just saying like just in general you know what i mean i mean yeah that could very much be the case but a lot of times when women are when women from what i've seen when the people say that they're almost putting other women down like they'll talk shit about like Ari or Jada like the baby mamas because like they're getting all this and it's like well I don't need this I don't need that I don't need that and very much you don't need a a $300,000 car but at the same time you know I just think well I don't know 
I get it. I get it. I get it. I guess for me, when I hear free the girls from the bare minimum, I, I mean, like, the girls would be like, oh, my gosh. Shout out to my dude. He, um, we were walking and he opened the door for me before I walked to the restaurant. Like, girl. Hey, Jesus. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that should not be a celebratory moment, mama. At like, all. that should be, like, that should be your expectation. Like, he should be doing that. Which is still good. I mean, give props when it's due. But it's like little things you like don't have that. have a like, bar. Yeah, when the when the bar is like really in hell, <laughs> the bar is really in hell. Where it's like, no. well, at least he come home to me. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like I heard, like I literally saw a tweet the other day. This girl was like, I really don't care what he doing as long as he wash it off and come home to me. Huh? You Ooh, hear yourself as you're typing. Are I'm you actually ready? not. You, you know what? Even, but that's what that's what I'm saying. That's what a lot of people like. They try to put down what other people do or how other people act to kind of like elevate what they're doing, how they don't require so much. Because I even saw a tweet that um, she was. The girl said, um, "I don't care if." But she said, I don't care where that nigga been because he's been in my my whole body's been in his mouth. What are you talking about? That's why you don't care. That's why you don't care. You still need to very much so care. Like, I'm very confused just because your whole body has been in all his, in his mouth. You still need to very much so fucking care what he's doing. I'm People very are crazy. <laughs> Sorry. No, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The whole like, oh yeah, I don't even need a guy to like open doors. I don't need a shut guy up. To That's what I'm saying. I want people to stop saying what they don't need. Start talking about what you do need because what you don't need gives you pick me vibes, and it's like, exactly. bro, it gives no, seriously. No, I need a nigga to always open my doors. Excuse me, yeah. when a queen is walking up, you better be there saying, "Your Majesty, what's up?" Don't play with it. Like wow. get your girl. A guy doesn't. You. Somebody doesn't. And the guy doesn't have to like. Which a guy doesn't have to pay for the first bills. date, or doesn't have to. Shut up. Why should guy pay shut your nails? Up. That's that's, shut what up. I, that's what I shut mean up. when I say free shut my up. girls from the bare minimum because it's like, bro, you're saying this stuff thinking it's you're okay. Yeah, it's, you're a low maintenance girl or whatever. But it's like, bro, it's really the bare minimum. You you're should require bird. this. Okay, I'm just you kidding. should I'm require. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you should require these things. I'm very. Or you should want these things. Not even require. Yeah, like. It's so nice when, like, someone's like, here, go get your nails done. Or, like, you know, you would yeah. get your nails done. Or, like, they're just handing you money. Like, it's nice. Yes, here. Why are you hating on the months. next bitch? <laughs> we all could be eating bees. Yeah. That's why I say free my girls from the bare minimum. Because, listen, life is sweet. Uh, you just got to experience that sweet life. Free my girls from the hard life, bro. Soft life, only. soft life only. Soft life only. There are levels, y'all. There no, really are really tears, actually. <laughs> you're right. You, no, I'm not going to lie to you. If you're right. There really are no, there tears. Are definitely much tears. And it's like, yeah. You would never know it unless you know someone that's going through that or you've been through mm-hmm. it personally. So it's easy, to, it's easy to accept with that face value from anybody because you think like, oh, this is sweet, but it's like, Y'all, can I tell y'all something? Even, so like, like, can I, I tell y'all something? Like, this is not me being shallow, but like, oh my God. So this is how we can, like, I went somewhere and like, this dude asked me to come out, right? And like, he told me to have a section. And, like, I was, granted, I don't care because it's like, I'm just coming up to have a good time. But like, you I know, agree. I saw my friends and I was like, you know, you know, I was like, you know, my friends like, y'all come hang with us. You know what I'm saying? Cool. 
And like we were in a section and it's like to me, it's like I'm not about to, you know, like I'm just not. I think he felt bad because I didn't want to stand in like GP with him. But it's like I'm never going to, you know, y'all, y'all get what I'm saying. I'm not trying to sound oh shallow. Oh, my God. But You're I'm, not never gonna shallow. Is, okay. <laughs> I'm never going to choose to be like to GP stand with in a GP. nigga <laughs> and sit in a section with a nigga. Okay? But yeah. it don't make no sense. <laughs> Lord, damn, that's it. Crazy. Don't make no sense. So no. So mm-mm. yeah, that's, that's not shallow, right? I'm just making sure. I was just like, damn, like low key, that's rude. I mean, <laughs> but the truth. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, that's but what you I'm know, saying, saying I, you, you. That's what I'm saying. Once you've experienced that whole yeah. like, sex, that's what I'm saying. Okay, the section. Let's talk about sections. Okay, mm. I don't need a section. We don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. Okay, until you in a section and the section becomes a regular thing, and when you don't have one, then it becomes a problem. Like you don't know yeah. how sections are until like you're frequently in one. So yes, yeah, like the same I realize that follows as far as like like wanting things. Like I, I'm not saying I. Things to require, but I didn't know how nice it was to have certain things until I had a nigga that was doing certain things. So it was mm-hmm. just like I'm telling you, because I was like, I mean, I don't know why I said I didn't care in the first place. I did care. I do care. Because <laughs> I do care. I, I chose this over this. I did exactly. Care. I Be do honest care. from here on out. Like, there's no. Mm-mm. Yes, and now that I'm lying and, to people, and, and, and now and when Dirk's <laughs> renting out the whole arena to give his girlfriend, you're now reposting saying, "Wish it could be me." I listen. Listen, please. No, we're not doing this no more. So do y'all feel yes, girl? And I'm sorry, we're, but we're not Paulette, the bare minimum. No, Paulette, you say that. No, no, no. I want to say this. Okay. Paulette says that, oh, bare minimum this. But I we I had recently sent her whenever um Dirk had rented out the mall or whatever, Neiman's for okay. India. <laughs> and Paulette was like, that's so unnecessary. I didn't say, um, I can say what I said, but what I did you not say? say unnecessary. I just said, is that special? Like, he always does that, okay? Like, no, you I want to see something else. Whoa, bet, bet money. Bet money. It. Y'all can post it for Betty you, Chronicle if y'all I want said, to on I a said Friday. It was sweet. I don't care. You were like, I said, that's really sweet. Is it sweet? I'm yes, like, Paulette, exactly. neither you exactly. nor I, I have did. had. And you know, I'm going to raise my hand because you don't know what I had. Out for, I, I know you had it. I haven't either. You don't know. It's okay. <laughs> now she's talking about don't you don't do know that. what I've had. Don't Girl, do that. Like, don't do that. Y'all chill out. Y'all don't know what happens behind my doors. Relax. Period. <laughs> so had the whole mall let me, out for her. So okay. Paulette be on the picket line. I had the whole gallery of, shut down last year. No. What you talking about? Let be on the picket line of wanting to be a pick me in that situation. Because I was a very like, side eye. Was I being a pick me? I'm just like, I've seen Dirk do something. I'm like, dang, I want to see something else. Like, I'm just saying, damn, our kid. We not have girl talk. Shit. Oh, no, no, not that girl talk with you because you be having the mic on in a calm. I got it. Okay. So, do y'all, um, can y'all give an example when you've ever have accepted the bare minimum? Oh, girl. Girl. What was it? Girl. Girl. (laughs) You said, what was it? To get on here and expose myself. Thank you, because y'all really gonna y'all really gonna make fun Um, of me. Okay, so we've all pretty much considered we've accepted the bare minimum. Literally, the bare minimum. You know, I have um, definitely received bare minimum, but I don't think it's everybody's bare minimum. If you know what I'm saying, yeah. It's like Mm -hmm. I haven't received the bottom of the barrel. (laughs) 
Yeah, there's something I, I ain't never experienced. Shit. Like, I, it hasn't been bottom of the barrel, but it's bare minimum for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, for me, I mean, I'll say this now. I'll see how I feel about it later. But um, <laughs> for me, in one of our relationships, I think we just got so used to just doing, like, I guess it wasn't a... Com- like we weren't officially like boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. And we were just in this awkward phase. And I kept telling my friend like, Oh, I don't need, I don't, it's whatever. Like I'm cool where we're at. She's like, bro, stop saying that. Like, cause if the nigga was to ask you, yes, would you be my girlfriend? You'd be like, yes. And I was like, dang, like I would, I actually would. He just has to ask. So we sat in limbo for quite some time, but yeah. And for me, that was bare minimum because it was just like, granted a title didn't really mean anything to me. But at the same time, you know, if you know, you know, right? So it just was, that was a bare minimum situation because, yeah, I did want more out of that situation and I wasn't given more, but I was like, I made what I was given with the situation. I made, I was okay with what we were given because I, I was like, shit, well, it is what it is. You're not willing to give me what I want, but I'm here. So whatever, that's bare minimum to me. Girl, I don't even want to talk about my bare minimum. Shit's embarrassing. Same. <laughs> Just know that. Growth, though. What's your bare minimum? I don't know. Michelle, Nikki, Jory? Mm. Um, I mean, bare minimum for me. Oh, what is bare minimum? That's what I'm saying, y'all. Like, I, <laughs> I just, I don't think it's really just been like super bottom of the barrel shit. I've been, just had to deal with. Like, okay, I've had to deal with like, mm, cheating. I think that's bottom of the barrel. Is that not? I mean, when you say cheating, you mean letting somebody cheat on you or finding out they cheated? Um. You know like what? You knew they were cheating. Cause you knew they were cheating. Were cheating yeah, but I would definitely like. Oh well, it hasn't been confirmed. I don't have concrete yeah. evidence. Um, but I definitely like knew. Hmm. I think that's. Bothering. I guess yeah, I you could consider it. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. That's probably like the bare minimum like I've ever had to deal with. Just cause like, huh? Cheat on me? Right. <laughs> yeah, hold me. <laughs> Oh me! <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, like me out of all people. Okay. Uh, oh my God, oh, Michelle. Like, what about you? Oh, I, I okay. I'll I'll tell y'all, but we I may take this out later. Yeah, I don't know. It's not Michelle. Oh, sorry. Okay. No, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I just you know I just right now I just gonna go. Go ahead. Um, I let <laughs> I let. A nigga with a kid living at his partner's house verbally abused me. Ooh, girl. It's just sad. Sad. It had no core. It had no core. Uh, I guess. Okay. Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Michelle, I, I'm only. <laughs> Not that had I don't know. I know, right? But no, it reminds me of what Michelle had posted, or maybe you said, I don't know where it was, where, the, where it was like, okay, I get, you know, falling in love with a nigga, <laughs> but a nigga that's been having you cry all year? No, oh, we're not going yeah. for that. Yeah. Right, nobody, nobody, nobody cry. cry. <laughs> nobody cry. But, 
No. Oh, I mean, man, I've accepted the bare minimum. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. I'm and couldn't lie. believe I was accepting the bare minimum. <laughs> but for me, okay. I'm gonna make you do some shit. If I go want to edit this out, I'm not gonna lie. I accepted the bare minimum, but to my in my defense, I wasn't working at the time. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So you did okay. goodbye. So no, what did you say? You no, did say nothing. You say, he said you a lot. Said she nothing. said enough. No, oh, you right. I feel you. Oh, oh, oh I had to do what I did. You said what? I had to just tolerate. <laughs> nope. Hey, tolerate. Don't tolerate. Don't tolerate. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, do you lose? I'm playing, bro. Chill out. No, because now we shake the table. Are we shaking tables, bro? Oh, we can. Hold it still. Hold it still. I do have a quick question. Okay, so I don't know where about Fred Flintstone you was dealing with. Okay, now see, you know what's crazy, y'all? Michelle want to go, and we can go. See, now we can go. Michelle, 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 what did you say about Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. Because he has to be his feet like the Flintstones. Michelle, who has to be his feet? Where are What's going on here? Wait, 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 Michelle. Okay, y'all, wait. Okay, Nikki had a question. Hey, okay, so I don't know if y'all have um, seen the clip that was going around of the Claremont twins, and they were talking about like why is it that men like get so upset whenever a woman says that they want a guy that makes X amount? It's like oh. if a woman asks that, uh, did y'all see that? Mm-mm. Keep going. So, so yeah. So for me, that, no, it really is my question. It's like, so why is it if a woman you're so says, <laughs> "Wait, no, I'm not." I just saw it, and I think that he's talking about like what we were talking about, like bare minimum standards, things like that. So, um, my question is like, so if a woman says that is her standard, why is it that men like want to like beat down her standard? And say because they, like because they don't meet the standard. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's and that's my question. It's like why can't it just be like that's the girl that's not for me? Because clearly I don't meet her standard. Insecure. The same reason why McDonald's be taking shot at Wendy's and Wendy's be taking shot at Chick Fil A because they want people to stop eating there and eat with them. When we know Wendy's cannot sit down next to anybody <laughs> at the table, but they, they be right trying to, to compete. McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wendy's been tasting fake lately. But besides the fact, I really just feel like a, a lot of times people set certain standards. You have to think about the percentage of men your standard applies to. So if you say you can only date 10% of the male population according to your standards, you're pissing off 90% of the people. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be the loudest because they don't want you who probably to influence the people that they can have a shot at. So if all women, were, if all women decided today they did not want to date somebody who makes under 100k do you understand how many niggas would not have women mm. but that's also that. my question it's like okay so what if women like what if women actually like stood together and said that they were not going to go they weren't going to allow bare minimum anymore for men how many like men do you think would actually be dateable zero two mm. two i don't know because i feel, i do feel like some men a guy may may not be the bare minimum for you, but he may do it for somebody else. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Because I like, agree with her. 
you know what I mean? I've had exes who's just like, oh, wow, this this how you coming now? And then I've had exes that I've dated who I'm just like, oh, I know your ex is probably pissed. You know what I mean? I feel like mm-hmm. guys just show up different ways for different people and different women bring out different things out of different men. So I think it really just depends. I'm not going to be so like, I don't know, have the ego to be like, oh, if I say that no man can meet this bare minimum, I feel like men can, just not a lot of people require them to stand to rise to the occasion. Agree. I feel that. Okay. Well, but again, we all have different bare minimums because your bare minimum is a good morning text. Yeah. Good morning text. Was that a shot? It was. And Nikki, shoot back, please. (laughs) No, no, it's not. I'm saying we have different because Nikki said Uh she needs someone who to text her good morning in the morning. I never said that. You actually put those words into my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm like that was a shot. Nice save, though. You definitely, you definitely lied that after I said I didn't talk to a man for 16 hours, and you said, "Oh, you need good morning text." That was your implication. You said you talked to him at 10 p.m. and he didn't text you the next day until two. I'm like, what is the issue? He texted you the next day at 2 p.m. You wanted it to text you in the morning is what you said. All I'm saying is 16 hours is a really long time. If that's, a repet- <laughs> if that's a repetitive <laughs> thing, if Boys that's a re- that 2 p.m. sounds just like you don't have a lot going on. If you can't hit somebody up till 2 p.m., huh? He's yes. busy. He does have a lot going on. That's why no. he's texting his free time. Yeah. Like, like, that sounds like he just woke there. up. That's not true. That's not necessarily true. Because sometimes I'll be working true. and I don't text people till 2 p.m. It's not because I'm going to text people till the next day. Like, it's because why am I texting you? I'm going to text you when I have time to talk on the call people you early. really want to talk to. That's Michelle, not true. You're going to talk to before 2 p.m. That's not true. Sometimes, that's not, not true. all the time. Especially if I went out the night Ooh. before. Let's be realistic, y'all. Maybe not that's true. why you're single. That- Crystal, single, Crystal? Oh my Crystal you're single. single. I ain't single. I was and not I talking to you, but okay. Yeah. Okay, so y'all are single? Right, yeah. Okay, cool. No, I'm not. I'll spoil mm-hmm. my mic right here. It's okay? On, D- on, on pride. On the essence of pride. Don't play with me. Okay. I don't understand. Like, now you on Michelle's side. After Michelle, I'm not on Michelle's side. I'm on Paulette's side. side. Fred I, ain't, I ain't fooling with her today. Yesterday. <laughs> and the thing is, she the fact you that you repeat it, the fact that you repeat it, you know what? <laughs> Oh God! Y'all lucky. Like I could really air out y'all's bare minimums right now. Don't play with me. Oh, let's do it. Let's I already aired my friends, own bare minimum. Let that go. So you're one of those friends. Like I'm not. Clearly, clearly Michelle is with the joke she made. Clearly Michelle is with the joke she made. It's fine. Just, just what around a friendly fire? Let's go. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually don't know what y'all bare minimum. I don't think y'all dealt with that. I told. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I've said a lot, and I don't want y'all men coming to me thinking I really like my bare minimum is not y'all's bare minimum. Like, please. Do yeah, it's me. not like I don't need yeah. to go. That's what I'm saying. Like, like yeah, it's easy yeah. To slide. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's just not. That's, that's, that's why I want to make it very clear. Like, my bare minimum yeah. is not everybody's. You know, literally, my yeah. yay is different to your yay. Period. So, okay. know that. Yeah. Okay? okay. So I I have a la- I have a last question. So. And we can continue because I know this is probably going to cause a lot of dialogue. So if we need to continue, we can. But well, in about to cause episode, <laughs> no, it's not about to cause a ruckus. I just know if we have an around. answer. Um, okay, so when y'all get into a relationship, or let's say y'all are talking right with a guy, you meet a guy, you're talking. Do you kind of like bring it up 
is it better to like get in a relationship and put your foot down or is it better to kind of just go with the flow? You know what I mean? Like, do you come put in and you your just foot like, down. period. Oh, oops. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, George. I didn't down. mean to expose my side yet. <laughs> no, you're right. I just didn't mean to expose my answer yet. <laughs> my bad. Continue. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Um, I think you said relationship or talking stage. Uh, no, if you're getting to a talking stage, it's better to okay. Because I was gonna say, relationship for going down talking stage, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like putting your foot down too early, low key, because it's like my foot don't put it down for me yet. Because my because my body is not all the way close yet, so okay, I'm trying to move with you know, I'm trying to move with strategy. So it's like when I actually start caring, what if you really like him? No. What, what do you mean? If I really like him, that means it's months involved. And when I start developing those feelings and start, you know, cutting off a house, then, you know, I'm, we going to start putting our foot down. But meaning mm-hmm. you straight off the gate, my foot's not going to be down. I'm not yeah, going to I feel like once Up I'm at the, the point, I like you, I'm putting my foot down. You know what I mean? But I also feel like that's kind of what I was saying earlier about, like, I'd be like, oh, not tripping about a lot of stuff. But it's like, sometimes you got to trip. Niggas like when a bitch trips. Yeah. Like, not even, you it's not even that niggas. The, you that's what it's not even like niggas like it, but it's like, because you know how some people are like, oh, I don't want to express my the expose my crazy side early or whatever. And I'm not saying like, yeah, expose your crazy side, but I'm just saying like, when I'm saying put your foot down, like get in there and let that nigga know the things that you like and the things that you don't like. Like you can't like if you going 16 hours without texting me bothers you, but then yeah, you need to say something. Like just because it's early doesn't mean you just be like, okay, well, I'm gonna let this shit roll. I'm gonna let it slide because that shit gonna turn into a habit and then just gonna play in your face. Like, but like what? But then I I would hate for somebody to be like. Um, <laughs> you not my girl. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah, girl, and that's and girl, you're right. I'm actually girl. not your girlfriend. I'm actually not your girlfriend. I, I but that's what that to somebody. But if little I've things are bothering me and I address with you, and that's basically me, me putting my foot down, you don't like it, then we're not meant to be. Let's go. Because honestly, sometimes I feel like, for me personally, I have wasted a lot of time by not putting my foot down. Or mm-hmm. but by the time I was ready to put it down, they were like, "No, you've been so lax." Like, no, you. I basically gave a vibe that I no longer was maintaining for people. So for me personally, I have to put my foot down going forward, Ooh. so people know saying, what I require. Are y'all saying putting your foot down and like setting boundaries? Yeah, I think it's very much so setting boundaries for me. I'm a very vocal person. Like I'm very, very open about how I feel, how things make me feel, et cetera, et cetera. So if y'all say it like putting your foot down, like in the beginning, that's kind of how I am. Like if I don't like something, I'm going to say it. Like there's no reason to tiptoe around the fact because all it's going to do is piss me off even more the next time you do it. But really I can't get mad that you did it if I didn't say nothing to you about it. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm very like, I'm going to nip this shit in the butt from the beginning. And then if you continue, then it's actually going to become an issue. I don't know. That's just how I am, though. No, I feel that. So, so what's your deal breaker? It's like, you, you cross me, you do this, and you you out. You you never have to, you never get the chance to treat me like I'm a piece of shit again. You would never, you, ever a, a nigga get will the never chance, get a chance to treat, to treat like me like I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> what what um, is it? What's one thing somebody can do and it's like, oh, you don't have to worry about me. You do not have to worry about if me. If you tell me to shut up. You you not, yeah, me. I mean, there's a lot of things. Calling, not even shit, like calling me out my name. Um, oh, that's just yeah. oh, calling me my sure. name. Is, we we know, like, start looking for even your if it's not, Yeah, even if it's not like malicious intent, you know, there's a lot of people who casually just use words like, you know, stupid or whatever. No. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Calling me out my name. Like, I don't, I don't, 
I don't rock with that. Like, nigga, call me dumb. And it wasn't even like he was, he really thought I was dumb. He just was like, dang, dumbass. Like, you type shit. Don't. What? Call it. See, you had the same reaction. I tell the story. I've told the story like three I times. know, but like, <laughs> dumbass. Yes. That's why I'm like, call me on my name. That's Men need to really learn this. Shouldn't be talking to a woman like that. You don't got to worry about me. But uh, what? I why think for you- me, and this might be like really dumb to y'all, but anyone that can block me, we don't need to talk. But y'all block people. No, I yeah, can't. I'm, I'm getting you know, there. Part is, I don't block people. Mm. I don't. You know what's it crazy? You. I, I don't either. I used to, yeah. but I, re- I haven't blocked someone in years. Well, no, no, no. I don't I block. I have somebody blocked actually anybody. Blocked. Yeah. Unless it was like you were like harassing me. That's different. Yeah, I, haven't, like, someone I haven't that blocked actually, like, anyone. Talk to you, I've never blocked anybody. So for me, I think it takes a lot to block somebody. So if you block me, I'm really going to hold a grudge. And it's going to be like, okay then, fuck you. We don't wow, need to talk. Niggas then. choosing themselves. Hmm. That's what I was about to say. I'm like, dang, like, because like it depends. You thought you I were choosing yourself. Like, like what? But, no. I mean, but uh, how? Uh, 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 black sliding now. How was like that? Not, how was someone not choosing themselves in that instance? I feel like if you block me, then keep me blocked. Then don't block me. Don't block well, me. Absolutely, but no, get later. it. I get it. I get it. But like that's. But I'm just saying from the perspective of you, like finding out you're blocking, you don't hear from them again. How is it? How is that's it bad? Never the case. Oh. <laughs> it's never that's that's what I'm saying. It's never the case. People block you as a statement to like yeah. try to like really like make you feel bad. I don't like shit like that. People that can actually like people that do and say shit to really hurt your feelings. For me, that's not someone I would want to communicate with. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I think that blocking is a really big deal. So if you block me, like Michelle said, keep me blocked. Don't block me and then the next day come back to me and try to talk to me. I don't want to talk. Mm. Period. No, yeah, no, I definitely feel that 100% because mm. a lot of men are making toxic toxicity their personality and it's not cute. Like y'all are blocking people that y'all don't want to keep blocked. You're blocking people so that they can have the feeling of being blocked. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Is that not mental illness? Yeah, it's like a power trip. No. <laughs> is it really a power Girl. It Y'all is. can block no, me and stay gone. I'm cool. No, it really is. Because the thing is, whenever, think about how when someone blocks you, how it makes you feel. <laughs> you, send a, you send a text message, it's going green. You call, it's ringing forever. What? That is rude. Hmm. I don't think I've have I ever been blocked. Not long enough. Everybody blocked me, unblocked me. So, and I can't even think of them people. So, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been blocked. So, I don't know. Well, guys, that it concludes another good episode with your favorite ladies. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Petty Party Pod. If you have a moto that you want us to share on one of our episodes, please email us at Petty Party One Two Eight One Four at gmail.com once again y'all thank y'all for rocking with us thank y'all for subscribing thank y'all for listening to us once again follow us on youtube petty party podcast subscribe as well and honestly it's your girl amakalis signing out holla bye y'all it's crystal aka champagne chris signing out peace bye guys it's joy bye y'all have a good Weekend. 
And mm-hmm. it's your girl, Just Nick, signing out. This episode will probably come out after Mother's Day, but I hope everyone has a really blessed Mother's Day, enjoys their Sunday. And yeah, we'll catch y'all next time. I'm petty all the time.